Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Yes, welcome to another big fake radio show. Uh, joining me, as well, I was going to say as always, but he wasn't here last week. Hey, it's a new Larry, Kevin Jank. Jank. When I don't laugh, have a quote, I... I'm just going to play that, that clip of uh, Christopher Lambert laughing. Cause oh, because I didn't so recognize good. it. It's Christopher Lambert. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that Highlander 1 or Highlander 2? Technically, that was from uh, Mortal Kombat, oh. <laughs> but there's a whole clip of him doing that same laugh in multiple movies, and he definitely did it in Highlander, too. So. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I didn't even recognize it. But, Jank, uh, you weren't here last week. Uh, I think that I was last it. week, right? All the days blend together, yep. but I think that was last week. <laughs> and uh, Tuffy and I and Miles Watson were here. But where were you, Jank, uh, last week? Oh, well, I got a restraining order against Miles Watson, so we couldn't be in the same, you know, fake radio show. He's about right. Yeah. <laughs> he got real angry that I took the title of uh, most appearances. Yeah, but but you're out with the other janks, right? A little cult event. Yeah. Like you get together and sacrifice squirrels or something? I mean, none of that happened. Uh, oh, okay. It's just a baptism, really. Oh, <laughs> my, uh, my cousin Nick had a baby a couple months ago, so it's time to have... You know, the, the christening last week. So yeah. <laughs> his uh, his brothers or his brother and his sister came in from out of town, Pete and Megan. So I got to see them. Wow. Was Scooch yeah. there? Scooch was there. <laughs> nice. Damn right. <laughs> I love the legend of Scooch. All right. So Jake's <laughs> back this week. And also Tuffy's here, my uh, personal attorney, Tuffy. Hey, Tuffy. The hell's the matter with you? I'm trying to be your friend, you tub of shit. <laughs> now there's a quote from the movie we'll be watching tonight called uh, Phantom Empire starring my beloved Sybil Danning now originally yeah, not a whole lot of Sybil Danning but yeah uh, there, oh there was some and it was pretty enjoyable when she was there uh, well she didn't appear until I want to say like the 54 minute mark of an hour it was late 25 minute movie it was way uh, too late in the movie for me but she was still great um, so later in the show, we'll talk about the usual crap. Um, uh, Celebrity Big Brother ended. Uh, there's a WWE pay-per-view. Uh, Tuffy watched uh, Peacemaker and uh, Pam and Tommy. Yeah. Is that right, Tuffy? So yeah. talk about that. i also give a gambling update. Um, yeah, it hasn't been good. It hasn't been good. <laughs> then, uh... <laughs> Color me shots. <laughs> but at first... But first, we will discuss the film Phantom Empire from 1988. But uh, originally, the movie that Tuffy chose was Book of Fire. Now, we've mentioned Book of Fire before on the show because uh, we mm-hmm. considered it. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't know. Because the cast, the list of cast members is pretty impressive. 
even though uh, the point I the movie the part of the movie I watched I recognized like nobody except for like maybe two people. Um, yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of talking, I mean, there's a lot of random like some of like B level celebrities in this movie. There's like a long list of them, right? I don't know about a long list. It's a list of two. Oh <laughs> well, well the, uh, who is Longer the, the girl from? Uh, he's the girl from Dukes of Hazard. Uh, Catherine Bach was that her name? Catherine Bach, remember? So she oh, she plays that, like that. Oh, the Daisy. Yeah, Duke. that was her, the older lady there, um, mm. at the beginning. Yeah, you know, times undefeated. <laughs> um, also, we have uh, uh, that Jason Mew's character. Is, doesn't he show up at some point? Yeah. Cal Gas. From Tenacious D, is in there. Uh, yeah, I forgot he was in it too. <laughs> um, and then isn't Car- <laughs> I hear tell that Carmen Electra was in it, but I won't know because I never made it that far. But was she in it? Yeah, yeah, she's she's the most prominent, I would say, of everybody. Yeah, oh. yeah, I didn't even see her. So uh, last night we were recording Flea Market Fantasy, and Tuffy was kind enough to join us to discuss Peacemaker issue one, uh, also from nineteen eighty. Nice. And uh, when we were before the show, Tuffy's or after the show, Tuffy's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, Book of Fire." He watched it early, and he's like, "Yeah, that's not so good." And I'm like, "Oh, really?" Is it that bad? And he's like, "Yeah, it's terrible." And I'm like, "All right, well, you know, it can't be that bad." So I uh, I turned it on there and last night, and uh, holy hell, it's terrible. Not like terrible, funny, terrible, awesome, just terrible. Yeah, just like, why do you exist? Terrible. Just uh, just awful. So I made it like 25 minutes in, and I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Because there's not – what can you say about this fucking movie? There's nothing to even talk about. So uh, I was like, all right. So I reached out to you fellows, and I said, hey, can we just switch the movie? And uh, Tuffy was kind enough to pick uh, Phantom Empire with uh, my beloved Civil Danning. So that's what we watched. But Tuffy, you sat through all of Book of Fire. Um, yeah. <laughs> would you? Yeah. Would you like to tell the people about it? The first five minutes is great. It's um, an emperor, Justinian, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he's there with some uh, sex slaves, I guess. But these are not uh, ladies of the Roman Empire era because they've been enhanced for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was post. And they're just so from that ancient Highlander them. civilization where they have, like, advanced technology. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, he's like just uh, lounging on a, a recliner or something, and he's got two uh, topless sex slaves just uh, they're kissing on him and whatnot, and he's he's enjoying life. And then there's another smoking hot lady that walks up, and uh, she talk, starts talking to him about some uh, magical book or something, right? Yeah, the Book of Fire, um, <laughs> yeah. that which I guess makes him. <laughs> Again, I watched this whole movie. I can't explain the ins and outs of it, but it makes him like the ruler of the world forever or something. But actually, it makes him the ruler of hell or purgatory, I guess, when he dies. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Uh, oh, the old switcheroo. Yeah, then we – well, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there was also another sex slave who was like uh... – she was doing. Was she carrying the book or holding the book? Because there's like a third one that was standing, and she was topless as well. No idea. And then, then the the, the one lady who came in and told him about the book, uh, she was a smoking hot Asian lady. And uh, after he like uh, signs, he cuts his hand and uh, bonds with the book, and he starts shaking and everything is going crazy. And then uh, 
the, the Asian lady, she's like, all right, let's go. And she just gets naked. And they all start making like uh, uh, be five. There's five of them all making her own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Five-pointed star. And then, <laughs> and then that scene cuts, and there's no point watching yeah. the rest of the then, the then the good part of the movie ends. Um, so then, then we go forward to, to some school. Yeah. Yes. Outside. Yeah. Outdoor school. Yeah, then we jump forward to some lady. I think she gets a text that says, get ready for your birthday party and make sure you bring something for the seance. Uh, she goes to school with a friend. They discuss whether they're going to this party, which is her birthday party, so why wouldn't they be going? <laughs> uh, they end up going to the party. There's, there's, it's a toga party. They go to it, uh, and it's like a raucous, everybody's hammered drunk party. And I was confused because, like, wait, they're having a seance at this, like, raging kegger? Or what the hell is going on? Some guy named Kevin threw the party who wants to date her, and they had intimated earlier that, you know, she was excited about him liking her, but then she doesn't have the time of day for him and puts him in the friend zone when they're in a bedroom together, and I was so confused Whoa. by that. <laughs> but I didn't even make it to the party, Tuffy. And I'm, uh, so that has yeah. to be at least 25 minutes. Yeah, before minutes they in. go to the party, she goes to the turlet. Uh, fire starts coming out of the drain in the shower, the sink, out of the toilet, and all of a sudden she's Uh-oh. in hell or purgatory. Yeah, I don't yeah. know where she was either. Um, Kyle Gass is there. Yeah, she meets a yeah, Nazi. Kyle Gass is there pretending to stab himself in the stomach, but he doesn't have a knife, and he just kind of starts chasing her around, I think. She runs into a Nazi who for some reason turns into like a hero later, which I didn't, that was a weird choice. What's well, like peacemakers? <laughs> uh, she's in purgatory for a long time. It felt like about three hours watching that part. Um, Is there a lot of nudity eventually... in purgatory? At least, no. There's like no more oh. nudity after those first. A little <laughs> oh, bit no. more, but not much after those first five minutes. That's disappointing. So she's in purgatory. Eventually, I think the Nazi helps direct her out of there. She goes back. They go to the party. Uh, for some reason, she has, like, a Nazi medallion that her grandpa took off of a dead Nazi that he killed in World War II that All right. her friend decides to bring with to the seance. <laughs> yeah, her friend was real interested in that Nazi medallion, which was weird. <laughs> yeah. So they go through the whole raging party. That's really dumb. And then they decide to have the seance, and at some point, she ends up back in purgatory. Um, and during the seance, somehow this is going to, like, resurrect that emperor guy or something, because he's the ruler of hell down there. Uh, well, and then, when does Carmen Electra show up? Like, what is she playing in? <laughs> so she's the queen or wife of him or his daughter, I forget, because he has a – there's, like, a 20-minute backstory about – what he did with the Book of Fire and how he had to slaughter a hundred people a day or something. And oh, his daughter was involved and Carmen Electra was involved and they might've been the same person. I wasn't really clear. <laughs> this sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. So then they have the seance and the person leading the seance is trying to connect with somebody and asks if anybody has any, you know, relics that they were asked to bring. So they pulled a Nazi medallion back out. Oh yeah. The Nazi medal. That, 
yeah, that brings that emperor into the real world or something. Then the Nazis trying to help the main character lady to defeat him because uh, they have to burn the Book of Fire or something. Again, not really clear. At one point, there's like a, a concentration camp victim who's trying to fight the Nazi, and it's almost like, wait, the Jewish guy who was in the concentration camp, the bad guy here? I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> oh, it's a bold terrible writing the script. I don't know. Yeah, and Jason Mewes plays a guy selling mushrooms at the party. That sounds about right. Yeah, but very responsibly. He wants to make sure people – he can observe them so he makes sure they don't have a bad trip. But also then he's like a creepy pervert to the main character and her friend later, and then he ends up in a hot tub with a topless lady. That's the only other nudity, I think. All right. Jason Mew is getting it done. But it is it is awful. I cannot express enough. <laughs> Go watch the first five minutes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Once so it got fun. to modern day, I was pretty bored. <laughs> I only saw about 15 yeah. minutes, but that was enough. They spend so much time in that purgatory. I do not understand it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's when I tapped out. She just met the Nazi, and I was like, all right, I'm out of here. Hey, uh, so, I wanted to get a uh, special uh, expert opinion on this, but he hung up. Uh, let's try and call him back, see if uh, uh, we can get him on the phone. I don't know. He probably isn't going to recognize the number. Yeah. Is this Edward? Yeah. I saw you on the line there, Ed. Ed. Tuffy was recapping a movie. And then you yeah, hung up. Yeah, I hold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hit I the button. I, I, I thought I was flushing the toilet and I hung up. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just wanted what, to let uh, Tuffy finish recapping that movie. Cause it, it was thrilling. What movie was that? What movie was that? Book of Fire <laughs> on Tubi. Oh, yeah, that shit's good. <laughs> I'm guessing yeah, you didn't make it. You didn't last longer than five minutes. No, I man, you ask any woman I've been with, I last way longer than five minutes. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the end. We haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, what's been going on? Yeah, nothing. I'm about to go out and smoke cigars with the NFL Hall of Famer tonight. Uh, Mean Joe Green. No, Warren Sapp. <laughs> oh, Warren Sapp. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. He got in trouble, didn't he? What did he get in trouble for, the Ed? Smoking cigars. No, nah, he got His in trouble for something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound right. His wife gets mad at him a lot. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I see. Was oh, a makeup lady or something? Uh, huh? I don't know. There's there's all kinds of stories about them fellows working at NFL Network. I don't know. Yeah, I got me a new, and a, I got me a new hat. I don't wear team hats no more. Okay. You just wear like a hat to my hat. football? No, I got an NFL logo on my hat now. <laughs> <laughs> so now, until the Colts get rid of Carson Wentz or he dies or something, <laughs> well, I'm just not... NFL. Well, the Ed word on the street is that they are getting rid of Carson Wentz. They're just going to let him go and eat well, the cap. Well, they offered a trade to the Packers the other day. <laughs> I saw you tweeted that, but that's just nonsense. That wasn't real. No, it's true. Oh, yeah. Tell the kids what you uh, said. 
Carson Wentz, Jonathan Taylor, and two first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Hmm. I don't think it's a bad deal. Yeah, that's something you just cooked up in your mind, and you said you heard it. Yeah, like Anita Scoop <laughs> at the end times heard it. But no, you just made that up when you're on the toilet and then you tweeted it out. I might have, but I don't think I did. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly <laughs> what happened. Uh, how, how'd you make out on the Super Bowl, Ed, if you're uh, wagering? I had the Bengals plus four and a half. Thank God they yeah. covered. So did Tuffy. I had the Rams minus four. Yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> stupid ass fucker. Oh yeah, yeah stupid ass. Oh, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I uh, I did have the under, so that you know it equaled out. Hey, listen, there's hope for you in these little shitty bets you bets you make. Because, <laughs> you uh, I think so. Did you see some kids? Oh, Warren Sapp's calling. I gotta go. I'll talk <laughs> oh, to you guys later. <laughs> All right, there goes the end. We're we're good until Warren Sapp calls. And then it's like, fuck yep. you guys. I got to get yeah. talked to Warren Sapp. <laughs> well, on uh, Wikipedia, it says Warren Sapp uh, was arrested for domestic battery and had his NFL Network contract canceled. Those yeah. charges were dropped. Then he was arrested in 2015 for suspicion of soliciting a prostitute and assault. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I was remembering. <laughs> but, um, oh. but, yeah, a lot of those NFL <laughs> Network fellas, I think Marshall Falk may have gotten in trouble with the makeup lady. Or uh, someone did. I don't know. There's a whole string of them <laughs> that had troubles. Uh, so, uh, what can you do? All right. Well, maybe if uh, Warren Sapp, you know, quits talking to the aide, he'll call back. But uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to like 17 different cigar bars all in one night, all over town. <laughs> well, since Ed brought up Spending my gambling, we, 800 bucks we on dinner. Well, we might as well get the gambling out of the way early. Here we go. I got the horse right here. The name is Paul Revere. And here's the guy that says if the weather's clear. I'm- They're clean, cuz. My hand is clean. Oh, yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know. Yeah, sadly, I hate to report, but uh, I lost again last week. Um, <laughs> I think it was the uh, Danish basketball, right, Tuffy? Yeah, I'm looking at this slip here. Sounds if, if you recall, I, I picked all these huge point spreads. Uh, like everybody's getting 26 and a half points or something. And I, I went two out of three. And the one team, uh, they, are, they were getting 23 and a half points, and they ended up losing by 30. So, yeah, that hurt. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two out of three, though, you know, it's still 66% if you're betting singles. Yep. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. But, you know, I'm we're trying yeah, to maybe parlay. these parlays just aren't for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, parlays are really hard to hit. All right, so this week, I was going to take a break from the gambling because uh, it, it was rough. Uh, the, the slots were brutal to me this week. I would win 34, lose 40, win 30, lose 40. Yeah, just going up and down, up and down. I'm like, enough of this. It's, it's nonsense. I'm just treading water. It's just uh, wasting time. So I'm like, I'm taking a break. Uh, and then Tuffy, uh, yesterday I found out how much money I won from that Super Bowl showdown event from FanDuel. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I guessed $20. Yeah, it, Tuffy guessed 20. Yeah, uh, I heard so that. Jank, I don't know if you uh, heard that, but uh, FanDuel had that contest, Super Bowl showdown, the celebrities, your girl Alexa Bliss yeah. was there, and he placed wages. Yeah, can you still watch and... this somewhere? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, Damn it. just stream live. And, yeah, I don't think. Um, Aww. Maybe if you like Google I up uh, their and Emmett, Lexi Kaufman and Emmett Smith because uh, she couldn't use Alexa Bliss. But anyway, um, if you uh, – so they're giving out $200,000 in prizes. And because of my buddy T.O., I bet on him to big, uh, win the uh, beer pong, and he came through for me. And they sent me an email saying, hey, you want a prize? I'm like, hey, all right. I'm very excited. Giving away 200 grand in prizes. And the website wasn't working and everything. And so I'm like, and I was betting a lot on the winners. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe I actually want something good. So we were thinking, hey, this could be, you know, anywhere from zero or $5 to a couple grand maybe. That'd be something if I want a couple grand because a T.O. <laughs> yeah. went in beer pong. That'd be great. So uh, last night I logged into my FanDuel to see if they ever put that uh, prize in there. And sure enough, they did. Jack, uh, would you care to guess how much money I got for FanDuel for uh, winning that uh, <laughs> You don't sound overly enthused, so I'm going to say two dollars. <laughs> uh, Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Okay. So, yeah, that's <laughs> something. Hey, it's yeah. free money. Gets you back in the black yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I can turn that fifteen into you know millions of dollars with my uh, Danish. Well, you're more likely to turn it into zero. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I got to stay away from the slots because I win on the slots and it's, everything is great. And then the next thing you know, whole, last I just lost week you said I got to stay away from the slots because you were losing money on them. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. But then I won and I was up again, uh, good like seventy bucks. And I was like, oh look at that! Why am I staying away from the slots? This is awesome. But then, man, you just lose it all back anyway. So. <laughs> You're like Chris Farley in Dirty Work with his Saigon whores. You just can't stay away. Oh, Even though he knows they're just going to bite his nose off. I wish. <laughs> I wish. I wish I was Saigon whores. But, uh, so, uh, yeah, so I'm taking a break from the slots at least. I'll, I'll bet whatever money I have left in the account. So I'm like, all right, I'll make a bet for tonight. So tonight we're going to go with uh, European Masters Snooker. Snooker. No. Ooh. All right. <laughs> yes. This is the first time I've ever a seen real snooker man offered. Yeah. For those who don't know, Tuff, you, you, would you like to explain what snooker is for the people that don't know? Do you know what snooker is? Uh, it's, you know, it's like pool or billiards, except you have to knock in colored balls in a specific order, I think. Uh, well, the way I understand the snookers is uh, there's no – it's a billiard table with no holes in it, and there's uh, three balls – I think it's like uh, one white and two red, or maybe it's the other way around. And you have to hit them and, like, uh, bounce them off the side rails, and you have to touch so many rails or something. I don't know. That's my understanding of snooker. But who knows? I could be wrong. Uh, there's no 22 balls, a Q15 red, <laughs> but I am and way wrong. other colors. <laughs> Uh-oh. You have to change your bets the... now. <laughs> yes, I know. i got to get out of here. Well, what's the game I was yeah. describing? <laughs> That's got to be something else, like snooker-esque. Like maybe a snooker light or something? Because uh, I've seen I, that yeah, game. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Played. Yeah, I've seen that game played. So it's definitely something. Um, hmm. now we, this is the part of the show where we Google things. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how you Google that. What's this game I'm thinking of in my head? Yeah, billiard table, no <laughs> holes. On, Google. We'll try that. Uh Carom Billiards. The pocketless pool. All right. Maybe I could have sworn I was snooker in my world. This must be one of them. Oh. Uh, the Mandela effect deals, you know. It can't be that I remembered yeah. it wrong. So. 
Or just PA has some weird names for things. <laughs> I, I don't do like remember seeing this <laughs> on the uh, – uh, like, I used to watch pool all the time on ESPN, too. And, like, uh, they would have in the afternoons, they would have, like, uh, um, ladies uh, nine ball and stuff. That was great. The ladies playing the nine ball. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like another game <laughs> you were thinking of, because there's, like, other obstacles on the table maybe, too. Does that sound right? No, not in what I'm doing. Uh, I don't know. Well, we'll just go with uh, we'll call we'll call my version Super Snooker. All right. So anyway, Snooker. I bet it's I bet a uh, two person parlay on this Snooker, and we're going to go with uh, Fan Zhang Yi. He's a plus one fifty eight underdog because you got to always take an underdog. And Ronnie O'Sullivan minus four sixty favorite. So a buck will get you three dollars. If they, if they hit. So uh, let's go Fan Jiang Yi. We need him to come through for us. Because he's going up against a fellow named Graham Dot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Yeah. I, I was going to bet. Terrific. If I bet the two favorites, I win like 80 cents. Uh, we're not in it to win 80 cents. We're in it to win $3. That's what we're in it for. <laughs> so we're going to go Fan Jiang And yet you complain about getting $15. That's <laughs> five <laughs> times better than you would do in this <laughs> hey, <laughs> but you know, but, uh, hey, maybe once in my life I'll get something worth you know thousands of dollars. You like you look at that? You won the lottery or something? That'd be great, right? Oh, well, because he you know, threw a ping pong ball into a cup of beer. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm still waiting uh, for that astrology reading to come true because you were supposed to come into well, uh, financial windfall. Well, again, I forgot to I forgot to mention this the other week because uh, you know my birthday was recently. Uh, so today I, I had the. Uh, the Chinese food. I love the broccoli and garlic sauce. But on my birthday, I also got the, the Chinese food, broccoli and garlic sauce. And on my birthday, I uh, opened up my fortune cookie, and my fortune said, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? what the heck? That's a threat. That's not a fortune. What kind of a fortune is that? Enjoy it while you can. On my uh, birthday. You're supposed to add in bed at the end, so... Oh, all right. They're calling out your performance there. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all they clearly know what they're talking about. You're lucky to uh, hit the five minutes like the end. But that's not a good uh, uh, fortune to get on your birthday. Now, I took it. I, I tried to stay positive. Like, no, they just mean enjoy life and everything. But it really did sound ominous when you crack open that fortune yeah. cookie and you read that. Thing. Yeah. So then today, also, like, I, got in. I mean, you're not exactly at the peak of your life right now. How, the, how dare you? <laughs> Don't even bring that up. <laughs> so, uh, so today I get the I get the Chinese food, and I'm like, all right, well I'm going to uh, we'll cancel out that that questionable fortune with today's fortune. You know, I'm sure it'll be great. It's probably like, oh look, you're going to win thousands of dollars on a beer pong event with PO. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So I open up the uh, fortune cookie. Sure. Uh, but no, I couldn't open up the fortune cookie because they didn't even give me fortune cookies. That's even worse than getting a bad fortune cookie if they don't even give you a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, they thought you were already dead. They're like, he doesn't need one. <laughs> Lord. Yeah, things are rough all over. Wow. So anyway. Um, well, I, I think I've got a plan for you to make a bunch of money. You tell oh. the Ed you want to go cigar shopping with him and Warren Sapp, and you dress up yeah. like a lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Warren Sapp takes a swing at you, you could sue him for millions of dollars. <laughs> 
Yeah, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> but um, all right, I'll, I'll take it under consideration. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, hopefully, the snooker parlay will hit, and then I'll be you know back on the right track to my millions of dollars. But uh, let's see. So there's your gambling update. Stay away from them slots. Oh, I was playing this one called Jack Hammer, and it's uh, it's like based like a, a comic book. It's kind of like a, a like a Dick Tracy Ooh. kind of comic book, like anime. Yeah, it's really cool looking, and uh, it has like five rule, five uh, tumbler deals, you know, and like uh, four rows or whatever. And uh, but when you get like a matching uh, line on the thing, like those those uh, images stick, and then the wheels spin again, and every time you keep getting a, a winning thing, they stick. So you can get multiple spins, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a pretty good game. And like when I went into the free spins, I won, and they kept I kept getting more free spins, so I ended up winning like forty bucks or whatever on that one. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is great, this is awesome. But uh, yeah, it just eventually just bled me dry. <laughs> yeah, no matter how many like free things and different ways to win there are, they balance that out so that you're really not any better off than you are in the other games. Like you have the yeah. same odds of winning. <laughs> Pretty rough. Yeah. So uh, all right. Uh, but no more slot machine stuff, you all right? You're my as my attorney. Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep me. I think we've already covered no more slot machines. <laughs> I don't, We're gonna put all know, your man. money in a trust where you can't touch it till you're old enough. <laughs> I <laughs> I might have to get a new attorney after he just tells me, you know, I'm not exactly in the peak of my life or anything. Come on, Tuffy. Let's go. You gotta <laughs> be positive about things, you know, make me feel better about myself. Well, not that I'm you know I got to itching for you, you haven't yeah, honest John and the stick, sticky wicket. Um, I haven't checked the New York Times bestseller this week, but <laughs> it's probably there this week. Yeah, it's probably yeah. <laughs> if not this week, definitely next week it will be. Yeah, obviously, goes without saying. But uh, yeah, but it might so. be time to start working on your will. Just <laughs> well, <laughs> well, who am I going to leave the Oscar cutout to? That's all I have. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying this is the bottom yet because you haven't moved in with me. So, you know, we got a ways to go downhill, too. I'm just saying you're past the Oh, thank you, Tuffy. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no matter how you slice it, I'm I'm in the back nine, no matter how you slice it, you know? It's like not – I mean, I've taken care of my body pretty well. I'm fit. I'm uh, strong like a bull and all. But, uh, you know, it's still – unless I'm planning to live like 98 years old, you know, it's – it's all downhill from here, you know. It's just like, you know, I've seen more better days than good days. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 going downhill from here. My best days behind me. Yeah, I think we can all agree time. on that. Yeah. yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But you could at least lie, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do have the Oscar cutout, so that's something to hold on to. Yes. Yeah. It's not. God. I mean, don't <laughs> actually hold on to it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to get paper cut. <laughs> I better let it go now. <laughs> all right. So uh, there's the gambling update. You might as well get into Phantom Empire. So, uh, yeah, this movie, it's uh, my beloved Sybil Danning. We've talked about her many times on the show. Uh, this is from 1988. So this is later in her run. I think this is the latest Sybil Danning movie we've watched. This is like three years after yeah. Howling 2. And uh, I thought she looked great here. Like, Jank, yep. you always make fun of her for having this uh, <laughs> leathery skin. 
tan skin. But <laughs> I thought her skin looked immaculate in this movie, and I thought she looked really good. So well, they dressed her in leather so the terrible. comparison wouldn't be quite as bad. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't like super tanned or anything in this. She was like, you know, no, yeah. no, she stayed indoors for a couple of days, which is a smart move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, Phantom Empire. Uh, oh wait, uh, I think we have a caller here on the line. It's not the Ed. Um, let's see who it is. I don't recognize the number. This is always exciting when we see who's on the phone. Uh, it's always good. Call on the four My name's Billy there, and I was trying to dial a, a particular show, and I believe I might have stumbled on this one by accident. There, there. I'm not. Sub- <laughs> All right, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, caller. Thanks, Billy. Yeah. I think you my fortune was right on the money. Day. My fortune was right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Phantom Empire. Again, 1988. Now, uh, this was uh, directed by uh, a fella who's kind of famous, I guess, in the uh, directing world. <laughs> Fred Olin Ray is his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember Jane. seeing that name. <laughs> Have you ever heard He of swears that? this movie is the truth <laughs> and nothing but the truth. Um, yeah, that's all, that's all the movie uh, no. is. I can't say that I have. It's like the, uh, you know, the, the writing up on the screen there. And he says, everything in this movie happened. <laughs> this is the truth. The God's honest truth. It hasn't been told to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this guy directed a whole bunch of movies. And uh, he's known as like a B-movie uh, superstar. And he has another claim to fame is, I guess uh, – um, Quentin Tarantino, when he was working at that video store, remember that's the famous, he used to work at a video store? Sure. The, the first movie he ever made uh, was like in 1986 or something, and it was called uh, something about my birthday, my friend's birthday. My birthday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this fella is the guy who gave Quentin Tarantino the movie camera to make that film. Oh, shit. Yeah, so look at that. Without this guy, wow. there's probably no Pulp Fiction or Jackie Brown or anything like that. How about that? Uh, I want to go through uh, some of his other uh, movie titles. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you would uh, like to hear some of his other movies that he's directed because they're pretty good. Uh, 2004, he did uh, Bikini A Go Go. Uh, 2005, Ooh, uh, Bikini okay. Chain Gang. Uh, 2006, <laughs> Bikini Pirates. <laughs> also 2006, Ghost in a Teeny Bikini. Uh, <laughs> the Bikini, the bikini Escort Company. I like it. <laughs> Ooh. Bikini Girls from the Lost Planets, uh, Girl with the Sex Ray Eyes, The Girl from Bikini. Oh, my B-I-K-I. God. Why are we not watching that right now? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, bikini Royale. Um, yeah, He has to lead the league in most movies with bikini in them. Uh, bikini Royale 2, Bikini Frankenstein, Bikini Jones in the Temple of Eros. Oh, it's like an Indiana Jones parody, the smoking hot brunette lady. All right. Uh, Bikini Warriors, uh, Bikini Time Machine, Sexual Witchcraft, <laughs> Bikini oh. Weenie Bikini Squad, Dirty Blondes <laughs> from Beyond, <laughs> Baby Dolls Behind Bars, Busty Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills. Man, this guy's a genius. He's like Andy Sedaris, but even he really better. Is. So he's, he's made like a thousand movies. <laughs> Andy Sedaris only made like twelve. Um, 
Yeah, that's a long list. So it's pretty good. Um, and Damn, I can't find the girl with the sex ray eyes on any streaming platform, even <laughs> if you want to rent it. <laughs> that stinks. Uh, Damn it. Oh, uh, 1995, Attack of the 60-Foot Centerfolds. So I guess that's what they got the idea for the 50-foot cheerleaders, 60-foot centerfolds. Yeah. Uh, Bikini Drive-In. That's another one. Huh. Wow. All right. He's really he yeah, he's did, a master of the genre, apparently. And I guess he did an erotic thriller called Inner Sanctum with Tanya Roberts. <laughs> Ooh. You don't have to yeah, even we, put the word erotic in front of it. <laughs> we all could read into that one. <laughs> he's not going to do a serious, you know. <laughs> Not <Yeah. the> team. <laughs> so this guy's pretty great. That's what we're trying to say. All right. Uh, also in the uh, Phantom Empire. Um, now, Jank, I know you recognized one of the other actors in this, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I recognize two of them. But one of them for sure is one that yeah, me and you would know. Yeah, <laughs> well, probably Tuffy not should much. know. But uh, Tuffy never know who watched any of these people are. Well, if you watch Twin Peaks, Tuffy, you would recognize one of them, but you don't. Yeah. So you didn't. Uh, Jack, tell yeah, the kids who, uh, who's in this from Twin Peaks. Uh, Russ Tamblin, who played Dr. Jacoby uh, with his 3D glasses. <laughs> that was uh, That's him playing the guy at the beginning with the flannel shirt that they go see before they go on their expedition. Yeah, he's the guy who, like, has the map or understands, like, the underground tunnels or whatever, because he, he and his buddies... But well, we'll get into that later. Now, Jake, who <laughs> yeah. else did you recognize? You said you recognized two people? Yeah, Jeffrey Combs. Uh, he was a big... I don't know, not really big. Not like A-list, but he was a big actor. He was in a lot of things, uh, especially around this era. He was in, like, all those uh, reanimator movies and... Um, what else? From Beyond, I believe he was in so a lot of those Lovecraft things, and he was in The Frighteners, and he's even the current day, he's still kind of in some horror movies now and then, like Would You Rather he was in, he was like the main guy running the game in that one, so definitely okay. recognize him. He played Never like a younger, younger guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he played uh, Andrew Paris, who's like a, well, oh, let's, exp- Tuffy, give the people a, a two-sentence summary here of uh, what this movie is. Um, a motley crew is journeying to the center of the earth to try and find uh, the land version of the lost city of Atlantis to find some jewels. Yeah, that's basically it. That's exactly right. So uh, this fellow, this Jeffrey Combs, he plays one of the explorers there. Uh, was he a, a mineralogist or what, what did they say he was? I don't know. Um, I don't know. He's the the other guy was a mineralogist, I think. I forget what he said he was. He was yeah. just there to some kind of uh, something like that. Maybe he had weird glasses. I remember that something with an ologist. They're making yeah. fun uh, of him. The movie all stars uh, Ross Hagen, who plays Court Eastman. I am not familiar with his work, but I did see he's in a 1973 movie called Wonder Women that looks pretty fucking awesome. You might have to check that out. <laughs> and yeah, uh, this is opening yeah. us up to a whole new world. I like it. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so Court Eastman, he's like the explorer guy, um, the salvage company he runs. And I think that's what they refer to it as, a salvage company. But uh, it's kind of yeah. like an Indiana Jones situation, but not uh, <laughs> Yeah, academic. he's got a similar hat and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then his sidekick is a lady named uh, Eddie 
Colchild, and the actress is Dawn Wildsmith. Uh, she's just a wisecracking uh, lady, wears a cowboy hat, and she's real tough. You know? yeah. yeah, she seems like a good time. Like she just loves yeah. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, a in real life, and they're good to go. In real life, this lady is the wife of the fellow that uh, wrote and directed this. That uh, that Ray, whatever his name was. Um, oh. Fred Olin Ray. Yeah. So that's yeah. His wife. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> then we have uh, Robert Quarry plays Professor Strock. He's another one of the scientists going on the little exploration with them. Then we have uh, Susie Stokely. She plays Deanna Chambers. Uh, Susie Stokey, Noel Stokey. Uh, I'm sure uh, everyone knows who she is. Um, she doesn't even have a picture <laughs> on IMDb, but I'm sure everyone's familiar with her work. <laughs> but, Never a good sign. But she plays a rich lady, uh, kind of like a Diane Chambers situation or a, a Blair from Facts of Life. But her dad was a famous explorer, and uh, she's heard rumors that there are diamonds and stuff down in this place. So she wants she hires uh, the other people to take her well, down there and find these diamonds. You skipped the start of the movie. Yeah. Oh. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. We're just going through the cast. Just going through the cast. Ah, okay. A couple, other, a couple other people we want to mention. Of course, Sybil Danning, the alien queen. That's right. She's an alien queen. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. What was alien about it? <laughs> well, she had a spaceship. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Her proportions were inhuman. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> they were glorious. And then finally, the last person I want to mention is uh, Michelle Bauer. She plays Cave Bunny. Cave Bunny. Oh, yeah, Cave Bunny. They, now, I swear, <laughs> um, Cave Bunny. I'm very familiar with the name Michelle Bauer, and she's like a 1980s screen queen legend. She's considered one of the big three screen queens of the late 80s. And I, But I couldn't find a movie that we had watched so I'm guessing I must have just encountered her in my scholarly research because I seem very Yeah, I saw uh, on IMDb that she's got her start in X-rated movies. So, oh, yeah. Ooh. I must have encountered her. <laughs> but, yeah, Michelle Bauer, she plays like a, uh, a cave woman um, who's smoking hot and uh, then yeah. gets topless for like a good five minutes of the movie at the end. She's running around topless. So that's something. Yep. Looks like she might be in a couple of those movies that this guy made, like Bikini yeah. uh, Escort Service, and <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a lot of those movies. In here. <laughs> she was in that Slime Bolarama movie. Remember, I mentioned that a couple weeks ago because there's some other girl that we liked who was in that, um, but I can't remember oh, who else okay. the other girl was. But yeah, she was in that as well. So I don't know, Michelle Bauer, but she's again very famous in the B movie world. So, all right, uh, that's all the, the key players here. Uh, interesting trivia note. So this movie took six days to film. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was. You can never tell. <laughs> Does that include the stop motion of the dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was, that was pretty amazing. This movie's pretty fucking awesome. I'm just going to say that right now. It gets batshit crazy. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm, really I'm very good. glad that we watched this film. Um so, all right, Tuffy, uh, where do we begin here with this movie? Uh, there's a guy at the park, and he's packing up his car, and he's got to go find his dog. He's <laughs> got uh, like an 80s version of Paul Shear, but with more hair. Yeah. 
Because I forget what the line was at the start of the movie, but that was another one I thought, you know, Jank might use as his little uh, opening oh, yeah. line for the show tonight. I'm like, get over here. i got to beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And well, then, when he uh, goes to look for his dog, though, Tuffy, he finds just a, his dismembered, mutilated dog there in the park. Yeah, the dog's been ripped apart, and then this terrible-looking monster, not terrible in, like, a scary sense, like, the uh, <laughs> costume design is awful, then. Yeah, yeah. Try, uh, Jank, let's have Jank try and describe what the uh, monster looks like. Because the, these are like uh, underground uh, uh, cannibals, mutant cannibals or something. They come out of the caves. Uh, describe them, Jank. Uh, like the cheapest Halloween store masks you can get with a lot of hair. <laughs> a lot of white hair. <laughs> they have like kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like kind of big yellowy eyes and... I don't know, like lesions on the face, kind of, <laughs> and a bunch of white hair and some like old robes. And that's yeah, about it. <laughs> raggedy robes. Yeah. So one of them, one of them is loose in the park, and they killed that fella's dog, and then they start attacking this fella. Because yeah. uh, right or no, they're he's attacking a lady, right? Who's having a picnic? No, an attack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe attack the lady first, and then he. Yeah. 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 The important thing is the the monster rips his head off. (laughs) This is the best. So the monster's like, he's he's mounted him on the ground, like ground and pound, you know, in the old UFC. And he starts squeezing the guy's head. And then he just rips it clean off. And it looked very real. It looked very authentic. (laughs) And um, super. (laughs) (laughs) So so we see like a shot of like his uh, headless torso just spewing blood out of the neck, you know. And then... uh, He's holding the, the severed head in his hand, and, you know, it looks like a mannequin. Clearly, it's just a mannequin head. He's holding it in, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> then, but then while he's doing that, while, while the monster's, like, celebrating that he ripped this guy's head off, the lady comes over with, like, a, uh, a one of them uh, coolers. A you cooler, know? yeah. Yeah, and she just cracks the guy, the mutant, uh, over the head with the cooler <laughs> and apparently kills him. Kills him. <laughs> Those Coleman's <laughs> They'll get it done Yeah, I mean my parents have one of the A cooler very similar to that And I bet that thing could do some damage <laughs> I mean, she's not exactly I only know, hope that uh, She's not exactly like Rhea Ripley Swinging this thing, you know what I'm saying? She's just an average lady and no. it's just like kind of Barely oh, yeah. them on the head oh, those are heavy. That's a heavy item, you just get some momentum going The cooler does the work for I, you I, I guess <laughs> <laughs> Jank, did you well, they're weak against there? light, so maybe like uh, maybe that you know made him weak. But oh, I'm hoping that after point. that, like she took the cooler and like filled it with ice and tried to put the head in it so that they could reattach it. He's like, maybe they could still save him. <laughs> they can reattach a head, right? <laughs> <laughs> but so that's how the movie opens, and it is pretty awesome. Right then, I'm the all. Oh, this is going to be great. I am so yeah. in on this movie. <laughs> it is. It is awesome. And then they, they just they wander didn't... around in caves for the next hour before the cave bunny finally gets topless. <laughs> All right, hold yeah. on. I'll, I'll slow it off. But uh, they, they did an interesting thing where they, 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 like, staggered the opening credits. Like, you would see, like, uh, yeah. they show the director, and then you'd see about a minute or two of film, and then they'd show another credit, and then, like, a minute, and they'd show another credit, like a black screen, which is the name. Yeah. That was an interesting choice. I don't know if I enjoyed you know that. You who else did was... that was The Shield. Oh, really? <laughs> Every episode was kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> they ripped off uh, Phantom Empire. <clears throat> Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So now, uh, once the, that murder thing's over, so now we cut to the uh, interior of the office of the uh, the salvage company there with Court Eastman and his sidekick Eddie, and she's uh, Eddie's on her with her cowboy hat, and she's uh, taking a little snooze there on the couch, and he's he's like boozing it up at his desk, and they have like no money, you know, they're they're broke, they need a job, and some lady comes knocking on the door, Tuffy. Yeah. yeah. It's a fancy lady. Take it away. Deanna, Deanna, I can't remember. I think it's Deanna. <laughs> Neither could <Deanna>. Court. <laughs> Never could remember yeah. it either. <laughs> uh, she comes in and says, you know, she's got a job for them. Uh, they need to go find some place. And he recognizes well, that she's the daughter of some guy he used to know. Yeah, some famous uh, geologist or something. Um but uh, the reason she comes, though, is because in the newspaper, she shows them the paper, and there's a big headline. Uh, what was the headline exactly? Like, uh, mutant cannibal slaughters people at park or something? It was something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah the like psycho killer was reader, it was like psycho like killer is murdered or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But anyway, she says, <laughs> the interesting thing, though, uh, you know, that, they, that crazy guy or whatever who they kill in the park or whatever, he had uh, diamonds in a necklace. And uh, psycho murderer slain in the park. Yeah, so that psycho murderer, he's <laughs> wearing makes a it necklace sound like... with diamonds. Well, but that makes it sound like the guy who was killed is a murderer. Well, yeah, cause he, <laughs> yeah, he, no, no, because the, the mutant guy was killed, so they're counting him as this like, like oh, she punked okay. him on the, yeah, yeah, she hit him with that cooler and that killed him too. I mean, it is yeah. weird that they're giving yeah. him priority. <laughs> yeah, like ah, this other guy who died, who cares about him? But this well, the fact that that other guy died by having his head ripped off makes this guy a psycho killer, so it kind of covers both. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the psycho killer was wearing diamonds, and she's like, oh, I bet they come from this uh, mystical land of, like, Raylon or something like that. Raylon or down in these. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Court Eastman, he's like, hey, this, that place, is, uh, it doesn't exist. You know, we looked for it. Uh, we couldn't find it. There's no way. It just doesn't exist. And she says, I bet it does. So like, all right, I'll hire you. And they haggle over the terms of the deal. And she kind of like sticks it to them. Yeah, take that. You know, she's getting, yeah. she's the rich lady. Uh, and now they got to go assemble their team. And uh, so they arrive on site and those other two scientist guys, the young fella and the older fella, they show up. And then uh, there was a weird moment where uh, Pedro, well, 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 first of all, Eddie wakes up because Eddie was napping in the car and Eddie yeah. wakes up and uh, she needs some coffee. So she takes a sip of the coffee, <laughs> yeah. and then she throws the coffee in her face to wake her up. <laughs> Again, Eddie seems like a good time. <laughs> yeah. She'd be up for anything. Yeah, I don't know if you want to marry Eddie, you know, but maybe uh, yeah. have some fun with Eddie. Yeah, have some fun with yeah. Eddie. So, uh, but uh, then there's a guy named Pedro. Tuffy, would you like to explain Pedro? You remember Pedro? Uh, yeah, they. I think Eddie and Court say, "All right, we got the whole team," and then one of them says, "Oh no, wait, we got to get Pedro still." And Court goes over to the trunk of the car, pops it open, and uh, Pedro's sleeping in there. Takes him a couple yeah. tries to wake him up. Yeah. Uh, and then Pedro, his job is to uh, sit around and watch their cars while they're off on a mission. <laughs> yes. 
got to watch our cars. And if we're not back in three days, go get help. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I think Pedro could just, you know, go home and then come back three days later and <laughs> see if they're yeah. there. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Yeah. It's certainly weird. Now, I can't remember. At the <laughs> and end it of the never movie, comes up again. That's what I was going to say. At the end of the movie, do we see Pedro when they, you know, I don't think no. so, right? Like he's, yeah, no, because no. it cuts, uh, goes to Sybil Banning and then just cuts to credits, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we never see Pedro again. So that was a weird choice to introduce Pedro because he does nothing. Um, <laughs> he has no yeah. effect on anything that happens. I guess it was <laughs> a little joke that they wanted to do, but. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, oh, wait. Before before that, though, they go meet our buddy, uh, Doctor Jacoby, right? They uh, eat. Oh yeah, eat. yeah. That's before yeah. they go assemble. Because he's got the map. He's the guy. Jake, do you want to explain the Doctor Jacoby situation here? <laughs> uh, well, I don't even remember exactly all that happened here, other than he has a map. He was with some party, and most of the party got killed. Everyone but, except him got he killed. He survived, but he has a limp. Yeah, something real bad happened to his leg. I yeah, I think it's yeah. almost implied that because uh, they encountered cannibals, like they almost like ate his leg or something. They like tried to bite his leg or something. Ooh. But um, but yeah, so he survived. So Court Eastman, knows, this guy who's my favorite, and he's like, hey, I need that map of that those tunnels you were exploring because we're gonna go down looking for this uh, place. And he's like, all right, but you know, be careful. Um, how would you feel about Dr. Jacoby's performance here, Jay? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't up to Twin Peaks okay. enough, but overall pretty yeah. good. He yeah. Some good energy. I, I thought there was some good acting in this movie. Uh, I thought yeah. that Eastman was all right. I thought that old doctor <laughs> was pretty good. Uh, of course, Sybil Danning, uh, Oscar-worthy. Oh, uh, yeah. Cave Bunny. Cave Bunny. Yeah, nice. Cave Bunny. Should have gotten an Oscar. I, Cave Bunny, yeah. Cave Bunny's a <laughs> two of them. movie. She could have got two of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so anyway, uh, so they get the map and then they assemble their team and then they go uh, into the tunnels, into the caves to find this lost city. Now, this is the part of the movie where they could have sped it up because, like, <laughs> yeah, I think bit. this gets a little – it drags a bit the next, like, 15 minutes of them just getting to know each other and uh, how they're going to explore these caves. And, like, the rich lady is starting to, like, flirt with the young uh, scientist guy. Everyone wants to get on that young scientist guy. And, yeah. you know, because you see Jeffrey think, Combs, you think ladies' man. I think the lesson here, I think the lesson here for all of us is, uh, you know, he's not a handsome man necessarily, but he's next to other people who are much older and less handsome than him. So right away, yeah. all the women swoon over him. So just yeah. hang out with people who are much older and uglier than you, and you'll be all right with the ladies. <laughs> That's the lesson. I think it's, what it really means is we've all missed our window. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> we're no longer young enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if, if we're the cast of this movie, uh, Tuffy's that young scientist, I guess maybe. I don't know which one of you is older, but Tuffy's the young scientist. I'm the old. I'm I'm Court Eastman. Jake, yeah, you're. Uh, I don't know. No, Mike Bell. You are the professor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, they're, they're kind of like the you same are age, much though, older they, than they? both Jank and I. But weren't they the same age, basically? Those two guys. The professor. Ford Eastman, uh, Ford Eastman was pretty fucking old too. You know. Yeah. He yeah, but he was, was like a younger. Chicken. He had a. He didn't he have more gray. vitality, I would say. Yeah, all right. So, anyway, 
the sad thing is we don't You're have the a one cave checking out the cave paintings. Thanks yeah. the one out <laughs> sipping from his bottle of bourbon or whatever he's got there. <laughs> yeah. But the, but the problem is we don't have a Sybil Danning or a cave bunny to cast. Um, yeah. yeah. That's the downside. No. All right. So uh, they're in the cave, and eventually, uh, after way too long, um, do we meet the cave bunny first or or, or uh, the mutant show? Can't remember the sequence of events. No, I think the cave bunny runs past the guy. They they set up a camp in a court, and Eddie are drinking their moonshine, and the professor goes off to look at some uh, cave paintings. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to study the, the cave. The cave bunny oh, yeah. runs past him because he's being chased <laughs> by one of the monsters. Yeah, now cave bunny, this uh, Michelle Bauer, she's smoking hot, and she's just wearing like a little, uh, like a you know, ca- classic cave woman bikini. Like just like a tattered cloth bikini, and looking really good. This cave bunny, yeah, really, really good. They should have named this movie Phantom Bikini Empire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bikini Cave Bunny would have been a good title as well. <laughs> um, so uh, then the mutants show up, and they try to like a well, well, yeah, because the, the mutants are walking towards them. And uh, don't they uh, they say something to the mutants like, hey, what's going on? Or, hey, what's up or something? They're trying to be friendly to them. But then the one mutant like steps towards them. So they all just pull out guns and start shooting them. <laughs> they just start gunning down them. Yeah. The professor goes out. Or no, I guess it's after they start shooting. I can't remember because that's when he does his, I was trying to be your friend, you tub of shit. Line. And that's the second time. That's the second time. <laughs> yep. Which was so crazy because you've already murdered one of them and shot at the rest of them, yet they still want to be your friend. But, but yeah, they just yeah. open up with all these guns. They kill one of the cave uh, people, but then the others run away. I don't know how they didn't hit all of them because they're, like, unloading a barrage of artillery on them. But uh, So they scare them off, and then they're starting to uh, – they uh, cave funny. They're trying to figure out what's going on, and uh, then the mutants come back, and they have a big yeah. fight. Because now I guess they're out of bullets or something because no one's shooting anybody. And uh, yeah. th- th- this is like the worst They forgot fight to reload. Th- this, uh, <laughs> this is not a good uh, punch em up This is like an AEW uh, run-in situation. It's not very good at all. It is terrible. <laughs> no one knows how to throw a punch. They're just hugging each other and shaking each other. And uh, But this is the part where that uh, Court Eastman, he's like, hey – I'm trying to be your friend, you dumb t- hey, You just murdered that them. Was you tried it. Yeah. Oh, that was the professor? I thought it was Court Eastman. Maybe that's why I'm confusing the, the two of them, yeah. I thought it was the, uh, Eastman that said it. But, uh, yeah, so there's a big fight, and uh, eventually... They discover the uh, light. They don't like the light. Yeah, the young scientist shines a flashlight, and, and they get scared and run away. So they survive that, but sadly, uh, Deanna, the rich lady, she got kidnapped. Yeah, which is crazy because she is screaming quite loud, and nobody heard this the entire time the fight was happening. But <laughs> somehow yes. they just missed that. Yeah, because then they they look around. Where's Deanna? Where's Deanna? What happened to her? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody was. They're in an actual fighting. cave, so you think you would hear that, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> so uh, now they got to go find Deanna, and uh, I guess. Uh, then when they do find her, they, uh, she's like being roasted on a spit, right? They're rotating around on a yeah. fire. Yeah. 
But they are – With close still on, so that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was just going to mention, yeah. they, they are cannibals, yeah. and they're roasting her on an open fire. Uh, you know, take the clothes off. That's all I'm saying. You know, you don't want to, like, uh, burn the clothes When you make though. a chicken, you got to leave it in the wrapper. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You take it out of the wrapper. <laughs> and I think it would have done the movie a, a great service there if you would have taken her out of the wrapper because uh, she, she was cute. Yeah. I like Deanna. She was fine. And uh, But, yeah, nothing there. So, uh, but they rescue her. They uh, unhook her from the spit. Also, it was a pretty fancy spit as well. It had like a little, uh, yeah. like a harness in it. Like, it, <laughs> like she sat, like was lying. It in. wasn't quite a harness, but it was like uh, a couple of like arms to keep her supported like a, as she rolls around the spit. Like a cradle or a saddle, maybe you could yeah. say on the spit. Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, that <laughs> I've done this a couple times. I guess that spit was the it was made and used in uh, History of the World Part uh, One or whatever that Mel Brooks movie. Oh, that's what that yeah that was made for. So um, I can't remember it's using nice. that film because I saw that when I was a kid and I can't remember anything about it. But uh, yeah, so they save her, and now uh, they're just trying to get away from the mutants, right? And they they keep walking deeper into the cave, and they yeah. eventually emerge into the mystical land of Raylon or whatever? Is that what happens? Well, first there's they a find more of the ladies, I thought. Or no, that's after they get out, right? The robot. Jenks right. There's a robot. Tell us about the robot, yeah. Jenks. <laughs> uh, so they pretty much pulled the lost in space robot out of mothballs, gave him like a little bit of a makeover, and uh, this robot just appears, and uh, he starts shooting little green energy light balls at them. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be hitting them at sometimes, but not causing any damage. <laughs> yeah, they didn't seem concerned about it because like Eastman starts wrestling with the the robot, and he's like right in line with the the eye that's shooting the green things, and he's not even concerned. But then we see one of the green balls hit one of the mutant cave people, and he just bursts into flames. I'm like holy fuck! <laughs> oh, God. So, but Deanna, our uh, our rich lady there. She uh, saves the day because Court falls down against the cave, and it looks like the robot's going to shoot him. And then Deanna holds Uh-oh. up her pocket mirror, and it reflects the, uh, the the same green energy ball that you know can burst things into flames. It reflects off the mirror, shoots back, and hits the robot in the chest and short circuits him. And that's how they beat the robot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She is quite happy about it and will not shut up for like the next two minutes. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I killed him. Yeah, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, also, I think when this was going on, at some point they lose track of Cave Bunny. She goes off on her own. She runs away. And um, so, but they emerge uh, after defeating the robot. They emerge through the cave and they come out into this uh, mystical land of Raven or whatever the fuck it's called. And it just seems like a prehistoric landscape of rocks and uh, uh, bushes. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I don't know. <laughs> and. Yeah, the landscape doesn't really look that much different than California. (laughs) (laughs) Here's something else, because they show like a volcano shooting off in the distance. And then later in the movie, there's even a part where Eastman tells Eddie, hey, be careful. Don't want to fall in there. And but that never comes into play again. I thought for sure there's going to be some reason that the volcano is there, right? Like someone is going to fall in there. Like, but no, nothing. I love that the volcano is clearly in stock footage shot with a totally different like film stock because it looked completely yeah. different. <laughs> it was like really yeah. grainy. <laughs> so uh, when they emerge from that cave and they're in this new land, 
they're trying to get their bearings and whatnot. And here, a bunch of other uh, like cave bunny ladies in little bikinis come out with spears, and they're like, uh, they're about to like you know harp. And our our beloved cave bunny comes out of the hills to like tell them, hey, no, 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 they're our friends. But we should mention cave bunny can't talk, you know. Yeah. None of these these yeah. cave girls can talk, uh, and but they're very good like sniffers. They can uh, attract things like sniffers. <laughs> <laughs> like Wolverine that goes all feral. <laughs> yeah. So, so then I I think finally we get to the the uh, actual movie now because apparently I, I was confused. So is Sybil Danning like the ruler of these cave women? Is that what the situation is here? Well, she's the alien queen. So yeah, she's sure. the alien queen. <laughs> So I guess they're the aliens. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It doesn't seem huh. like they're aliens, and and like, yeah, this is all very confusing because I'm trying to put it in my yeah. mind. Like, if she's an alien, because we're thinking of space monkeys out in outer space, but they do show that she has a spaceship later. Um, but aren't they still in the that's world? They're, so this yeah, is like a hollow this earth. Is like the center of the earth. Yeah, this is like a hollow earth. Yeah, but how come they can't talk then? If if she's an alien, she can talk. So why wouldn't they be able to talk? Because she's Sybil Danning, and she's fucking awesome. She can do whatever she wants to. Um, she invented so language. Yeah, Sybil Danning shows up, and she's wearing this leather outfit that is fucking awesome. It's like black leather, uh, pants, and top. But the top, it's cut in such a way to accentuate her boob. <laughs> There's like a boob window at the top. Yeah, the old and, power girl boob window. Yeah, a lot of cleavage there. Um, it's pretty awesome. And uh, uh, there's a line here that was some pretty good, like because I think that rich lady's getting jealous of Cave Bunny because uh, the young scientist is hanging around with Cave Bunny. And then there's a line, something about how Sybil Danning is fucking awesome. Like someone says something along those lines, like, <laughs> "Oh my God, she is fucking awesome." Oh but yeah, I, I can't remember what the line was though, but. Um... So maybe something like uh, they, they aren't hu- or, or aren't human, and then she walks in and she says stacked and awesome. They're like, yeah, that's not human right there. Whatever that is, you know, because she's stacked. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, Sybil Danning, uh, does she say that – is she going to take them prisoner or something? Because that guy gets uh, – Cord Eastman gets mad, and he wants to fight Sybil Danning. I, like, what was the bone of contention? Yeah, that sounds about right. Was she going to, like, imprison them or something, or – I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know if she tells them at this point, but basically, eventually, it turns out that she wants them to mine for diamonds. Okay. Because they killed they the killed those yeah. guys in the cave that were her like minions that she was using to mine for diamonds. Oh, okay. All right, and this all makes sense then. Yeah. So she wants them to replace them. Yeah, I was a little distracted. The boob window. <laughs> But uh, so so Cord Eastman, he he wants to fight Civil Danning, and uh, you know just just me. But if I'm fighting Civil Danning, I'm uh, I'm doing grappling. I'm not doing striking. You know what I'm saying? Getting <laughs> close. But he tries to duke it out. With a lot him. of leg humping. Yeah. So so he tries to duke it out, but Civil Danning just beats the hell out of him, and uh, she's like talking smack too. I think while she's doing it, but uh, in her boob window, it kind of slipped once or twice. If you're uh, careful, yeah. viewer, and uh, you know. But uh, and uh, she beats him up, and then there's kind of a weird cut because then they just show them driving around in this uh, space machine uh, vehicle, like a tour bus. Yeah. And it, 
and that guy Cord Eastman's like now mounted on the hood of the car, and they're just driving through the desert with him on the hood. And then uh, when they finally stop, he just says, "Hey, I only wanted to sit up front, but like you were just fighting her like a minute ago. Like, like it seems like we missed the scene there. I don't know. Just like yeah, could have been a little I think smoother he's trying to be a smart ass. Trying to make yeah, them all but, Han Solo-y. Yeah, I guess, but uh, I don't know. A little weird. But anyway, so she leads them into uh, like another cave complex or something, right? And is this where she te- she says uh, she's going to take the guys down to the prison? She wants uh, them taken to the prison, and she wants the mm-hmm. women. Why did she segregate the men and the women there, Jack? Do you remember? Uh, is it I don't just know. maybe she was men? planning for the women to become with her? Yeah, with her bikini girls. Maybe they just oh. would get absorbed into that cult. That makes I don't sense. Know. So oh, she uh, she actually takes the Eastman and uh, the professor, the two old guys, says, hey, you guys go mm-hmm. to prison with – I'm taking this young scientist with me, right? She, like, winks at him. Just, oh, yeah. Scientists. Everyone wants to get this young scientist. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so now, Tuffy, I can't, she takes the young scientist to, like – she hooks him up to a chair, and uh, it seems yeah. like she's giving him a hand jibber at one point. You know, she's like, <laughs> down. Sure. And she's like, she's like, you're going to stay with me, right? And you see her hand going down there, and he's really enjoying yeah. something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, but, like, what did, why she, she just wants him to be her love slave or whatever? Is that basically what was going on, or is there more to it than that? She's going to take him back to space with her. New sort of <laughs> yeah. Situation going on. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. And I can't remember. Re- yes. Go ahead, Jack. Because she wants to get enough crystals to power, fix her spaceship so she can go back to space, and she's going to take him with when she goes. But see, this is where I get Be her, her consort. Because if they're inside the Earth, like a hollow Earth situation, how is she getting mm-hmm. to space? Yeah. I guess you can fly out of the cave. Maybe it's not that big of a ship. <laughs> because that, that little tour bus thing got <laughs> stuck in the cave later in the movie, so... Yeah. Um, but anyway, all right. <clears throat> um, so the two guys go to the prison, and then Eddie and uh, Deanna are being led by the bikini girls. Uh, I don't know, maybe to get trained to be a bikini girl or whatever. And they just say, "Hey, you know what? Why don't we just uh, turn around and run the other way?" So that's what they do, and uh, they escape the bikini girls. But Tuffy, how do the fellas get out of the jail cell? I I totally missed that. I have no idea. I lost focus yes. during that part. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, I, I looked like up and they were running around and finding dinosaurs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing happened to me, Tommy. Uh, Jack, do you remember how they got out of the prison? <laughs> uh, I think Cave Bunny came and she saved him. Oh, uh, really? she God let him bless out. Cave Bunny. God bless Cave Bunny. <laughs> yep. She's the top. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Luckily, so, she did not have the tops later on. <laughs> yeah, because the fellows, they try and go rescue that young doctor, <clears throat> but uh, he, she, he's being guarded by a, uh, a bikini lady. So Cave Bunny, she starts fighting the bikini lady. They're rolling around on the ground fighting, and uh, Eastman and the other guy, the professor, they go rescue the young scientist guy. And then uh, well, they're about to make their escape. Cave Bunny knocks out the other lady, but not before the other lady rips off Cave Bunny's top. Yeah. Yep. That and lady Cave Bunny rips off the other girl's top, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that lady is the MVP. 
Because uh, K-Bunny, she could have just said, oh, let me give me my top back. No, not K-Bunny. <clears throat> she says, I'm just going to go around without my top from now on. Now, what I thought was weird <laughs> was K-Bunny, this smoking hot lady, is now topless, and she runs up to join, rejoin these three fellas. Not one of them comments on her boobs being just out there. You know? <laughs> they don't want to be creeps. But they just take it like, oh, yeah, well, this is in the script, so we can't react to this smoking hot naked lady now. We just have to uh... – they don't even address it. Now, later on, they do mention – it comes into play later. <clears throat> but for like – you know, you think the first moment that that young scientist saw her without her top, he'd be like, he's swearing, oh, my God, cave bunny. You know, let's go. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, if we acknowledge this, she, she might put him away. So let's just pretend, you know, <laughs> because we don't because notice. Of, but I we'll... also thought, like, why isn't one of these guys that are wearing coats, why aren't one of them giving her their jacket to cover up her boobs? But no, not a single one well, of them makes that boobs. offer. Yeah, he does, yeah, eventually. Yeah, later on they do. <laughs> but initially, the minute you see a naked lady running, you're like, oh, would you like to cover up? You know, as a gentleman, you're like, oh, maybe you would like to cover up. But they don't even mention it. They just say, yeah. Well, they were very busy. You know, <laughs> I would have been too. Life or death. <laughs> so, so K-Bunny's just running around topless now, and it's pretty awesome. And uh, yeah. so then we go out. I was worried now that we this get... movie wouldn't have any nudity in it, and then right there, bam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you only see two I double-checked that before I okayed the, uh, the audible here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Good move. But, yeah, we only see the two boobs, but they are glorious boobs. So good job, K-Bunny. We're proud of you. And uh, so now we go back. Jank, uh, you mentioned dinosaur stop action stuff because now we're getting into dinosaurs. Um, we see uh, oh yeah, we see Eddie and Deanna like resting on some rocks, and uh, Eddie casually points out that there's a dinosaur like 50 feet over there just sitting there, and she's not worried about it at all. This Eddie, she's no. <laughs> It's like, we got a uh, rock. What else do we need in life? (laughs) Yeah, because Deanna's like saying she's hungry or something. So uh, Eddie throws her a rock and says, there you go. And she catches the rock. She goes, what, you want me to eat this? Like, no, why don't you go over there and kill that thing and then cook it? And it's a dinosaur. (laughs) And it's like. (laughs) Now, the special effects here are fucking fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Just dynamite. Jake, this also had the appearance of that it was from another film, right? Like it had like that. that yeah, thing. that's yeah. what I thought. Like it's something from like an old King Kong movie is what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, it's like this skinny red dinosaur off in the background licking himself or something. But then we get like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Does he eat that red dinosaur? Is that the same dinosaur? Like the Tyrannosaurus comes in and eats that guy? Because um, one dinosaur, like uh... they, they fight. And they, he bites the other one's head and, like, walks off with them in his mouth. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. <laughs> I don't think it was the same one, though, because I think yeah, the I don't one think so they showed at first was really skinny. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> They're just watching these dinosaurs. Really claymation stop action kind of <laughs> dinosaur action going on. And uh, it's pretty nuts. And they're still trying to run away and escape. And then they find diamonds at some point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some big ass crystals. And then they they find a bunch of little right fucking there. So like what have these guys been doing the whole time? <laughs> if they were trying to mine for diamonds and they couldn't see these ones sitting right in the fucking open. <laughs> well you know. It's tough. Um so uh 
they uh, they also find a bunch of little diamonds scattered around somewhere. I, was there an explosion or something that unearthed them, or are they just sitting on the ground, the little ones? They start filling their pockets. Just sitting there. Yeah. yeah. I think they're just sitting there. <laughs> so while they're loading up on diamonds, our our girl Sybil Danning's trying to hunt them down, you know, to uh, get her, you know, kill them or whatever. And then Sybil Danning encounters a Tyrannosaurus. And this uh, might be one of the greatest scenes in movie history. Like this five seconds. <laughs> I, I actually tweeted out this gif like months ago because I encountered this gif at some point. And I, and, but I couldn't oh, find nice. it. You know, I was looking for it again today and I couldn't find it. Uh, but what happens is basically Sybil Danny looking smoking hot. She looks up at this Tyrannosaurus and she's like, all right. And then she reaches her behind a rock and pulls out a spear that just happens to be there. And she picks up the spear, and she, like, shrugs her shoulders. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll do this. And she harpoons the Tyrannosaurus. She just launches the spear like a javelin uh, at the Olympics, Boom! hits the, the dinosaur in the, in the chest, and there's a little blood coming out. And then she just looks, and she, like, gives him a salute and then walks away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just made him angry. What? What are you doing? You're going to turn your back <laughs> He just smiles at him, salutes, and walks off. And, you know, listen, Civil Danny wants to hit, throw me a harpoon into my shoulder, and I'm fine. Whatever. I'm not going to be too mad about it. I think yeah, you want to throw your harpoon into her is really what you're asking. I think that dinosaur would be kind of pissed, but no. Civil <laughs> Danny, man, what a woman. What a woman. So uh, now she's still hunting down the uh, our uh, team here. So they jump in her um, that little metal tour bus they had. They all jump in there, <laughs> and they start flying out through the the caves again, trying to escape back to the real world. And Sybil, they're going pretty quick at a pretty good clip in this little uh, bus. But Sybil Danning looks yeah. at them as they're driving away, and she says, oh, "So stupid" or something like that. And she gives chase. And uh, <clears throat> Sybil Danning's a lot of things. One of them is not a world-class sprinter. <laughs> no. She's, she's kind of mincing around a little bit, you know. She's not exactly running full speed after them. She's a little top-heavy, so you've got to be careful when you run in the high heels and everything. <laughs> so she's going kind of slow. But uh, it's kind of like those Friday the 13th movies where Jason's just determined to catch up, you know. So slow and steady wins the race, mm-hmm. I guess. So she eventually catches up to them because their, their van gets stuck in the cave. And uh, they say, all right, and then the professor somehow, he's like, I think this thing's going to explode. There's going to be an explosion. So, like, oh, let's get out of here. And they all jump out of the metal thing. And then, uh, oh, by the way, when they're, when they're making their escape, at this point, uh, Eastman turns around because he's driving the thing. And he says, hey, how about you cover up Cave Bunny? She's distracting me. What? You weren't even looking at her. <laughs> You're driving going forward. The whole time you were looking at her, you didn't have a problem with it. And now you want her cover up? Yeah. Well, he wasn't driving before. He had to keep his eyes on the road. <laughs> keep him where he wanted yeah, like, to. You just shut up there, Eastman. You just look at the road. We'll worry about cave tubes back here, all right? You just focus on the road. But so the young doctor. So now he's got the distracting off. job of driving the bang bus. So he, <laughs> he, he takes his jacket off and gives it to Cave Bunny. So now Cave Bunny's covered up, and there's really no point even watching the rest of the movie. So that's sad. But uh, so, but they jump I mean, out of the, the little exciting van ending. Thing. Yeah, they jump out of the little van thing, and it's shaking and smoking and everything. And they run out of the cave, 
And then Sybil Danning comes up, uh, she catches up to the van thing, and she gets in, she looks around, and she, like, surveys things, and she says, all right, whatever. And she goes walking back towards the mystical, magical land. And I got to say, her walking away there looked awesome as well. Just goddamn so <laughs> So she's walking away. And then there's a big explosion. Boom. And all this fire and everything come out of the cave. And uh, all our uh, explorers there, they made it to safety, and they look back, and they're like, Oh man, no one's ever going to find that mystical, magical land again after that cave in. But you know, it's right there. I mean, you just go right, you know, you could like lead an yeah. expedition in there, you know, get some cranes. Just bring some, a couple uh, more guns next time. Yeah. Um, but they're like, hey, what about all those, uh, what about the, all those other bikini girls or whatever, you know? Shouldn't we do something about them? And what do they say? They're just like, ah, who cares? Is that what they said about them? Just like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck it. We got cave bunny. We got the best one, you know. So what does it matter? Who cares? Uh, yeah, who gets to keep <laughs> cave bunny? I guess that young doctor is just going to adopt cave bunny as like uh, or marry. Yeah, him. yeah. And I don't know the other lady too. Yeah, I was going like to say because when they're, they're escaping make three. the cave, yeah, that science, the young scientist guy, he's got cave bunny on his left and uh, Deanna on his right. So yeah, I think they make three. I think oh, that's pretty much a given. I think. I think <laughs> yeah. Eddie's the kind of lady who will jump in and really make it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you know Eddie's down for that. <laughs> but, of course, if Eddie's in the, the, with that, he's going to try and weasel his way in, and that kind of ruins everything, you know? Like, yeah, all right, we don't need to be looking at this. So, um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they're like, oh, well, and then and then the young scientist goes, but what about, you know, her? And I, they're referring to Sybil Danning. And, again, their their consensus is, ah, who cares, fucker? doesn't matter. Sybil Danning. So yeah. then we cut. We cut inside the cave, and we see Sybil Danning. She, she didn't get killed in the explosion. She's still walking through the caves. And then the, all the mutant cannibals come out. And uh, she has a line here, Jank. Do you remember what the line was? It's just something like... Uh, oh, shoot. No, I don't was, remember what she said. I just remember her swinging her sword. Yeah, it was something along the line. Cutting so the movie to a close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she swings her sword at him, and the camera's looking at Sybil while she's sing, swinging her sword. And boom, that's it. Then the credits roll. And there it is. What a movie. What a thrill ride. <laughs> Phantom Empire. Well, then there's a great uh, card, you know, teasing the sequel. Uh, yeah. Phantom Empire 2, the land where time said fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, there was no sequel. There was no uh, sequel. Yeah, um, I would have loved yeah. to have seen that one. That's a great title. Yeah, this is – Toffee, did we uh, – Anything else you'd like to mention about Phantom Empire? Did we miss anything? No, I think we got it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great <laughs> there, right? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it is pretty awesome. Jank, anything else about Phantom Empire? Uh, no, I think we got it. Oh, I guess I've got, I'm at the part now. Sybil Danny said, now you're going to be sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. So not no, not the greatest of dialogue. But. No, 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 not really. <laughs> At least now we know. <laughs> they should have busted up that we're all trying to bring your friend again, Lord Butter, whatever. That would have been good. And just uh, do that again. <laughs> all right, so let's recap. We get to Sybil Danning looking smoking hot in his leather outfit with a boob window. We get Cave Bunny running around topless for a while. We get Sybil Danning harpooning a dinosaur, a, a stop action dinosaur. It's <laughs> so fucking awesome. Pretty great. We get a robot salute. That really brings it home. We get a robot. That's pretty good, you know. A robot shooting lasers. We get uh, yeah. mutant cannibals. We get a guy getting his head ripped off. Uh, this movie's pretty fucking awesome. Pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty great. 
My only yeah. complaint is there is that begin not enough Sybil Danning. We need to get her in there quicker. And uh, that that bit when they're in the cave it, that goes on too long. That, they they need to get that quicker. Like as soon as they're in that cave, shit should be happening. But there's about ten minutes there where nothing was fucking happening. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, the cave bunny should have had her fight earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man, I don't know. Uh, so, Jank, one out of ten. What do you give Phantom Empire? Uh, I think I'll give it like a seven point five. Seven point five. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. It was, it was a solid watch. I liked it. Tuffy. Yeah, seven and a half sounds right. It's almost like uh, like it's right on the edge of being like a teenage tween adventure movie, but then it has Cave Bunny <laughs> in it and Sybil Banning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll go for the solid eight, you know, because I always get bonus for oh. standing. But um, <laughs> and yeah, you love this, shoulder this... pads, giant shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> with a, yeah, I think seven would be a, a good score for this, but with it gets the civil standing bump up to eight. Um, yeah, it could be. It could have been. It's awesome though. Like compare this to Book of Fire, Tuffy. Like Book of Fire, all the actors, uh, all the yes. All the uh, scenes were terrible. The all, was like, awful. The idea the, was awful. Yeah, just the cinematography. Every <laughs> it all looked so fake. And, like all the scenes were like, I don't yeah. know, just kind of weird. Like they're shooting in an apartment. They somehow made the apartment seem fake. I don't know how they do it. But uh, <laughs> it was a terrible movie. No, no good dialogue. Well, I think nothing. that's shooting on digital versus shooting on film. It's just going to look cheaper. I guess. It yeah. Bad. Um. Uh, but uh, this here those movie, dinosaurs looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But this here movie, the actors were pretty good. They're having fun, and uh, it's just a fun film. And everything was uh, the plot. It had a plot. You know, it had a reason why it existed. And uh, yeah, yeah, easily to understand. They tried yeah, to make great. the characters different and have their own personalities. It yeah, didn't necessarily always work, but they yeah. tried. <laughs> yeah. Still pretty yeah, good. Like it's a worse version of a good movie, but it's still fun. Yeah, this is what you're looking for in a bad movie. Like this is exactly what you're looking yeah. for. So there you go, Phantom Empire. Thumbs up all around. Check it out. I also saw. Yeah. Uh, I think when I was looking at this, um, or when I was looking at uh, maybe Sybil Danning's career to see where this movie fell in, I also encountered a movie called Panther Squad. I think where Sybil Danning leads a team of uh, women um, commandos, and that's also on Tubi. So you might as well book that now. That's We're going to be watching that at some point. <laughs> that was uh, in our little uh, Facebook message group. You mentioned two other movies that popped up as Book of Fire recommendations. But <laughs> you mentioned them, yeah. I think, as Andy Sedaris movies, but those are his son made those. But yeah, I think he yeah, learned I said, I said Sedaris. Yeah, he did say that, yeah. Yeah, I said Sedaris. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's on Christian. Hopefully, uh, enemy gold has as good of an eye. As yeah, it looks like he uh, just <laughs> learned exactly how to make movies from his dad. Yes, uh, the Dallas Sweet. connection is the other one. Julie Strain is in these, and she's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, we uh, we need to watch them at some point as well. But really, we got to go through all those bikini movies now too. We got to find. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get through the Sedaris catalog. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. Sorry, there you go, Phantom Empire. Next week, another terrible movie we'll review. Um, 
Yeah, we might have to go back to Sedaris. It's been a while. We haven't done a Sedaris in a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. See if uh, I saw the are all back on uh, Tubi. Oh, they Who's are still watching the DVD because yeah, yeah, they put them back. Well, that's nice because I'd rather watch them on Tubi. It's easier for me. <laughs> I have to go get a DVD player oh. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's quite a hassle. I'll probably watch them on DVD. So I don't watch commercials. Well, that's good news though. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize all yeah. the other ones were back on uh, Tubi. So nice. All right. So there's no excuse for anyone else out there not to be watching Amy Sedaris then if they're on Tubi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll change your life. All right. So uh, Tuffy. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother ended this week, and uh, as predicted right here on this show, I, I, I should have bet on this, but uh, Misha Tate mm-hmm. won, right? Yeah. And I, I guess the vote was something like uh, 7-1 or 8-1 or how many votes there are. And uh, I, I, watched, yeah. I watched the voting ceremony because I checked the Big Brother Reddit just to see <laughs> what was going on. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, this is an epic voting ceremony. And I watched – I really didn't get it that much because I didn't know – she was up against that Todrick fella, Todrick Hall or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. And they were, like, shitting on him, I guess. I didn't know who they were shitting on when I was watching it. But um, until Todrick. I saw that she won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but when I was first watching it, I was like, oh, what's going on here? But I guess they, they were saying it was like, – was it really that epic to you, Tuffy? I mean, like, a couple good digs, I guess. But I don't know. It didn't seem all that amazing to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, he probably thought he was going to win. It was kind of a Paul situation. <laughs> oh, okay. Where uh, he had played what he called a great social game, which was uh, just being an asshole and making clear to people that he was better <laughs> than them. Um, which is even stupid on a show where the celebrities get to go home and then watch the show and see all the shit you talked about then. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if they had been in sequester, probably the jury still would have voted for Misha because they would have compared notes and realized, yeah, he's kind of a dick, so we're not going to give him the win. But they got to go watch and see everything that he actually said about everybody to other people. <laughs> now, now, what kind of stuff was he saying? Um, it, It wasn't the worst stuff, like – it's the kind of thing that on Big Brother I don't think would be that bad, but on Celebrity Big Brother right. it's worse. Because uh, um, I know one of the things was uh, Chris uh, sync guy, like uh, Todrick had basically uh, set it up to get sync voted out or him and Shayna voted out or they had worked together and then Instincts with sides or something, I forget. Because they had like an hour and a half where the two of them were talking, and Todrick Hall was saying, you know, this is, you said you were going to play this game with integrity, and now you're not, and you're going to disappoint your son, and he's not going to be proud of you, and that kind of stuff that, you know, kind of a dick move to like say your son's going to not be proud of the way you played the game or something. <laughs> yes. Um, and then after Instinct got voted out, it was. But really? I mean, his son's already, uh, his dad's already in, in sync and on Celebrity yeah. Big Brother. I think the pride <laughs> yeah. has already left a long time ago. I think that's gone. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, after NSYNC got voted out, like, Todrick and Misha were an obvious duo. They were kind of, you know, the biggest winners so far, and Carson had won HOH. And <laughs> they did what anybody would insane. do in that situation of they told Carson that, 
Shana Mokler has been working both sides of the house and she was working with us. So you should really go after her. And because Carson knows Todrick and Cynthia from, you know, other reality TV kind of things, he just believed them. And they just went over the top talking shit about Shana Mokler for no reason. So that didn't go I'll, over I'll, well. Well, I'll say he this. He talked shit Shana about Mokler. Todd Bridges, I know. Todd Bridges was really pissed off at him, I guess. Yeah, he really was. And it, when he oh, got kicked yeah. out, he was like, oh, I'm definitely voting for Todrick. Like, that guy did a great job. And then, like, two <laughs> days later, he's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Even Lamar Odom, like, in the house, he was like, oh, yeah, me and Todrick will be great friends. And, uh, I don't know, 12 hours after he got voted out, posted something on Twitter about how Todrick's like a liar and a piece of shit or something. I'll, I'll say this so, about Shana Mokler. I still don't know who she is, but uh, looking pretty good when she cast her vote. Uh, very Sybil Danning-esque. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> not so much uh, in the face. No, no, well, I wasn't looking at that. But yeah. <laughs> um, pretty good. Pretty good. So, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, Jank, any other Celebrity Big Brother comments? Uh, well, Tuffy, I just have one question for you. What's oh, yeah. tougher? Being the ad's attorney and having to get all of his felonies knocked down to parking tickets, or being in the Big Brother house? <laughs> <laughs> Julie fucking asked every person that and the fact that it was on every night just made it like so much more obvious it was like yeah. the only question she ever had for anybody yeah I think she so, asked like, Lamar Odom like what's tougher winning two NBA championships or being in the big brother house I think the two NBA like, probably, championships I'm going to go with the two championships tougher. yeah that's probably yeah. tougher <laughs> when Todd Bridges came out now, Misha, most, what's tougher most being of the rest in, of the cast you know, the octagon the big brother might be tougher than their face. careers <laughs> when Todd Bridges oh, that was another... it, did she say, hey, hey, Todd, what's tougher? Growing up in Harlem as an orphan boy and being adopted by uh, <laughs> Mr. Drummond? <laughs> or being a celebrity <laughs> big brother? <laughs> that was another Having thing I'm just say, remembering. What you is... talking about, Will, see you every day for the, your entire life? Or being in the big brother house? Yeah, pretty much every person, uh, Todrick talks shit about how they're all just has-beens and he's still up and coming. Because um, he was like, Todd Bridges, that guy <laughs> hasn't coming. been relevant. What's he even done? <laughs> or they were talking about, like, production, something or other. And Todrick said, what does Todd Bridges know about being on TV? <laughs> and it's like, uh, probably a lot more than you. <laughs> yep. And, it, yeah, he said stuff about Shana Mokler's only famous for, you know, basically uh throwing it around because she's <laughs> she was like a miss usa i think but then you know her reality fame is more from her marriages i guess but all right <laughs> and that was the yeah, only thing that's, that's uh, probably I guess accurate but... at some point she had a stalker who like broke into her house and then um i think was either in her bedroom or tapping on the window and uh like the last thing he said when he got arrested was don't be too hard on me so then when she got evicted um as she's walking out because todrick does a little like clapping and dancing after she gets voted out so she turns around and says don't worry todrick i'll tell the whole jury to vote against you and then as she's walking out of the house, he says, don't be too hard on me now. Oof. After she had relayed the exact specific story of this is what the stalker said as he was in my bedroom getting arrested. Oh, this is <laughs> oh, sounds like a great guy. He sounds awesome. 
<laughs> yeah. I saw that he wasn't no doing any leave. interviews after this. Like, he, uh... Yeah, and then... <laughs> yeah, after he gets the runner-up, uh, he just cancels all of his interviews and has not said anything <laughs> to anybody about Big Brother since. I, yeah. I heard... Uh, I read one comment where it said he kind of just turned around and walked off after he lost. He didn't really... Um, it was awkward because... So Misha Tate and Todrick walk out of the house. There's a confetti, and everybody else just stays sitting, which I guess uh, they weren't sure because of COVID stuff because, you know, everybody, uh, when you walk out, you can't even hug Julie, so they didn't know they could stand <laughs> up then. Uh, but it played pretty funny as the two of them walk out, and everybody just sits there. Uh, <laughs> I like they brought Chris Kattan back just to, like, show up on stage. <laughs> I don't think he was allowed yeah. to say anything, but <laughs> yeah. And, and then I got to eat an apple. Could have ate an apple. Well, there's even been <laughs> some uh, some post celebrity Big Brother stuff because I guess the most recent cast, a lot of people, they all hung out at Todrick's house after their season, and some of them I were staying at his house during this season. And they had a little get together, I think, after Celebrity Big Brother was over, because now there's a big thing because. Uh, Whitney's fighting with everybody. Mike Dell's favorite, Whitney. Uh oh. Yeah. My girl Whitney. Well, what yeah. I read was that Whitney, when Todrick was in the house, uh, you already spelled out why he's like an asshole. Uh, she made a comment that she didn't like him because of how he's playing the game or something. And then uh, she gets invited to this Big Brother cast thing at his house. And she didn't want to go because she didn't think she'd be welcome there because I guess she, there's a Derek doesn't like her and Tiffany doesn't like her or something. And uh, I don't yeah. know who these people are. But that, uh, that Aza lady, I remember her. Is that her name? Aza? Aza? AZ? Yeah. Aza. Oh, yeah. I guess she's buddies with Whitney or something. And they're having this get together for something that Aza did. They're going to like uh, celebrate something she did. I don't know what, if it was her birthday or whatever. So Aza invited Whitney to come. She said, no, nah, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So uh, Whitney shows up at the big party. And then that one, Derek, I can't remember which, who it is. Derek, um, or Derek the, Fraser. Yeah, oh, oh, just smoking. Oh. So on, on the down low, he snuck a photo of her at Todrick's house. And then they posted it online. Like Whitney's such a hypocrite that she uh, would show up at yeah. Todrick's house after bad-mouthing him or something. So they, like, blew it yeah. up with this big controversy. And then, like, everyone, like, um, I guess on the Internet was hitting back at Derek F. and Tiffany for being stupid and petty and whatnot. And so it's been a big <laughs> – there's always tale. drama. There's always drama in the Big yeah. Brother scene, you know? So. It was, like, more yeah. so not on the show, though, unfortunately. <laughs> None of that yeah. makes the show. It's all that <laughs> yeah. yeah. gets exciting. Show and also, uh, sale. So Shayna, there was a whole thing after she got out because people were – Todrick and uh, Todd Bridges joined in a little bit, and some other people were criticizing uh, the way she dressed, saying she dressed too scantily <laughs> uh, and accused her of trying to um, use her feminine wiles to uh, get Lamar to side with her. What is wrong with So then with when that? she gets out <laughs> – well, nothing. <laughs> yeah. When, I've been waiting my whole life for somebody with their feminine wiles on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she gets, she gets out of the house, and then, like, her boyfriend, who's 15 years younger than her or so, <laughs> uh, like, unfollowed her on social media, but then they were still together. And then yesterday, I think, 
he was on her Instagram live saying that she had gone to their neighbor's house who he's a married man and stayed there because she was afraid of him. But why is she sleeping with the neighbor or something like that? And then he got arrested for domestic violence stuff or something. So, <laughs> Oh my goodness. The what whole is lot happening? going on with Shayna too. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. She's got a, she's got a safe space over here anytime she wants. You know? <laughs> Yes, wow, that's a big brother. Hey, a couple well, of things. Well, someday both her and Mike Dell will be living with you, so anything that's can right. happen. We'll get bunk beds. We'll be making the three. We'll be stacked up three in our bunk beds. Uh, well, Mike Dell will be in the corner with his Oscar cut out. Um, yeah, you know, doing <laughs> I don't need a lot of room. I don't need a lot of room. So uh, you mentioned the age difference there between uh, Shayna Mochler and her new uh, beau or whatever who is domestically uh, abusing her. Um, but uh, – this is uh, related. I uh, remember John Hamm, Mr. Madman. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, of course. You, n- nothing bad. Uh, yeah, I know I mentioned oh, domestic violence. No, nothing like that. Uh, yeah. he, was, <laughs> he was on a hockey show I watched called That Hockey Talk, and uh, he's a big hockey fan. And uh, they, they mentioned that he mentioned that he has a girlfriend. You know, he's, he's got his uh, new girlfriend or whatever. So I was like, oh, who's John Hamm dating these days? So I looked up because John Hamm's like 50, you know. So I Googled up who's John yeah. Hamm dating and he, his girlfriend's like 33 or something, you know, big age difference. But, uh, Jank, did you watch Mad Men? Sure. Do you remember the season, the series finale, where John Draper goes to that retreat and uh, yeah. he's meditating and he, and he comes up with the idea for the Coke campaign and all that? Yep. Do you remember the girl who was the, like at the check-in desk of the resort? She had pigtails. And, oh, uh, yeah, who gave him the idea for the commercial. Yeah, that's his girlfriend now. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> they met Good on the set of Mad Men. <laughs> they, they stayed in touch, and now they've been dating the last couple of years. So, yeah, how about that? Don wow. Draper getting it I done. Mean, if I was Don Draper, I would do that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 20 years ago. i got to make my way out to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that blew my mind that that girl at uh, the check-in desk is now his lady. So, uh, also, getting back That's to the uh, big brother, though. Uh, Big Brother Canada is starting up. I think they revealed the cast. I don't know if you guys are care about Big Brother Canada, but uh, you remember yeah. our buddy uh, Scott Baker called the show recently, and uh, he actually—I don't want to reveal all the details—but he knew someone who was very deep into the casting on uh, Big Brother Canada. They were about to get cast on the show, and then they decided not to do it. Oh. But they were almost on the show. Oh. Like, like the next week they would have been on the show, and they decided to back out. So uh, we would have had an in with Big Brother Canada. If, uh, Damn. Yeah. Well, maybe we can still get him on to talk about like what the process is like. <laughs> yeah. He That'd could be, be our big uh, – we get him and Jolie on to talk about Big Brother Canada. We could, uh... I would be all about Big Brother Canada if I could watch it like reliably somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to see. Uh, yeah. I remember they used to show it on YouTube, but they'd always, like, speed it up or slow it down or something. Mm-hmm. That. Make it really small in, like, the box, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> everyone would sound chipmunky a little bit. That was strange. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Tuffy, um, Peacemaker, you finished watching The Peacemaker? Yeah. Yeah. So you fellows can discuss that. That's I a fan. <laughs> Turns out it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey Jake. Um, I did feel like they kind well, of Jake, ripped you... off a common. 
Oh, well, let me ask you this though, Jank. Do you are you familiar with the Peacemaker's backstory in the comic books? Uh, can't say that I am. No. All right. Uh, listen to the next flea market fantasy and have your mind blown <laughs> and just be terrified because his backstory <laughs> is disturbing. Yeah. As all if you think his dad being a Ku Klux Klan member is bad, hold on to your seat. <laughs> uh oh. Do you have a it's Nazi medallion? Worse. <laughs> yes. yes. It gets way worse. And it is horrifying. Oh, boy. The book was written for children in 1988. <laughs> That's on the next flea market fantasy. But all right, go ahead, Jenks. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did feel like it's kind of ripped off a common a thing that's kind of become common with like anti-hero stories. The uh, first time I remember seeing this was in the, the Joe Kelly run on Deadpool back in the 90s. But I feel like I've seen this a couple of times since where like basically it's like, oh, there's some kind of alien thing that's going to bring peace to everyone. And, you know, it will bring, will solve all your problems and bring peace and fix your world. But you just got to give over your free will. And then the anti-hero's like, nope, and then kills it. <laughs> and, like, they've essentially stopped world peace, but, you know, for the for a good reason. I feel like yeah. they kind of just yeah. did that here, which uh, has been done several times. I feel like that's just the uh, the thing to do with a, with a villain who's kind of trying to be a hero is you go down that road. So it was kind of cliche in that regard, but overall I really liked it. Yeah. Coffee? Yeah, I agree. The uh, yeah, the resolution of sort of the series long arc wasn't the best, but I feel like that's just comic books. You know, the good guys <laughs> are gonna win. Oh yeah, good creative oh, violence. Hero. I liked all that. That was good. yeah, good fights. Did uh, did John Cena hit an attitude adjustment at any point? No. <laughs> Because, like, The Rock used to hit rock bottoms in some of them Fast and Furious movies, you know? He would hit yeah. rock bottoms. Uh, yeah, but I feel like that's an easier one to slip in. Uh, oh, they're firemen's carry, and then you just flip them over. I don't know. <laughs> well, but a rock bottom is like a basic body slam kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I saw uh, Peacemaker is renewed for season two. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, is there an easy continuation from season one? I guess uh, he defeated the Space Monkey, so now what are they going to do? It'll be a new bad guy for the season, I'm sure, but they got their little team together still, I think. Hey, you know what they could do? They could hunt down a bunch of uh, celebrity pedophiles, and at the end, they arrest James Gunn right on the set. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that leaves his girlfriend, uh, you know, looking for some companionship. All the better. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, all right. Beyonce now I think they just got engaged yeah. Yeah. well that's disturbing alright so uh, <laughs> what what else uh, Tuffy old yeah, she's good on there. Pam, Pam and Tommy or whatever the fuck Pam and that Tommy. yeah you better keep it up on that Jank they got one more episode next yeah. week still I think <laughs> oh they're going to wrap it all up in one episode huh well, um, yeah. I don't know. That's all Hulu showed there being is one more, so maybe there's more after that. But yeah, I, I don't know exactly where the show is is going, but I don't know. It's fun enough. So, it, it keeps you interested. I uh, like there's at least right. two more episodes. <laughs> Let me ask you okay. this. So uh, this the show 
it's all about their romance. Like, is like the big uh, theme of the show, like the sex tape itself. Like, have they made the sex tape yet in the show? Oh, oh that yeah. was like right at the start. <laughs> okay. So, like, they jump around in time with, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This week was kind of Pam in a you know a, a meeting room giving her deposition basically <laughs> and then flashing back to all the times she did playboy and stuff like that yeah um <laughs> real riveting stuff but any I mean, home improvement do they do home improvement on there any uh no no never even touched that at all a lot of baywatch yeah. some playboy but but no no home improvement Right. Tim Allen must have been busy, and Richard Carnes. <laughs> he was definitely Richard not Carnes. busy. <laughs> he could have got Richard Carnes. <laughs> he doesn't even have the feud to do anymore. Right. <laughs> but you're enjoying the Pam and Tommy? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, Nick Offerman is great. He's not in yeah. a ton of it, but... Seems like uh, uh, the guy who the pornographer who helps release, I guess I would say. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Do they ever say like how much money that video made for like the pornographer? Uh, looks like not a lot for the guy who stole it. I would guess. Yeah. Because uh, uh, you would think that's for sure. Oh, all right. Because everybody else started yeah, pirating it and selling it and. Yeah, it all it all got kind of shut down quicker than you would think, and then mm-hmm. since they were trying then to do it anonymously, yeah, they couldn't really like shut down uh, people pirating it and stuff because they didn't want anyone to know that they were the ones doing it because they very obviously stole it. <laughs> all right, and they tried to. Shout I don't know if you're aware. Porn studio in town, so everyone knew about it. Everyone knows it's them at that point. Yeah, the way they acquired it is this guy was a, a carpenter. I guess he was a former porno actor who became a carpenter. And then uh, Tommy Lee just fired him and didn't pay him and stole his tools. So he broke into Tommy Lee's house to steal his safe, not knowing the tape was even in there. And then once he discovered the tape, that was his way to get back at Tommy Lee. Huh. All right. That was a weird episode where he's like breaking into the house by pretending to be a dog on the, so the security yeah. camera wouldn't re- see him, you know, coming in. Yeah. They just see this big shaggy dog. Is that like, legit? Right, yeah. Did he really do that? Did he really do that in real life or did they? I don't, I don't know. know. It feels like that's one of those things they made up, but maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, when you see the news the next day, it's like this thing didn't really happen that was in Pam yeah. and Tommy. <laughs> Like that third eye blind thing where they got in a, like Motley yeah. Crue got in a thing with third eye blind and Stephen Jenkins is just like no I, we never even met Motley Crue. Yeah, Motley Crue was relegated out of the main <laughs> studio, so Tommy Lee gets into a fight with third eye blind, and then the third eye blind guy says, <laughs> "I've never even met Tommy Lee, so <laughs> third eye blind." <laughs> I think the producer said they just looked at Electra Records to see who else was on the label at the time period and picked Third Eye Blind. <laughs> uh, did they clear that with Third Eye Blind? They're besmirching their name. I don't know. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. 
All right. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been watching anything else uh, on the TVs. Um, a lot of cheer still to follow. A couple in the morning. movies. All right. What'd you see there, guys? Oh, well, Jank, before you get to your movies, I did try to watch one movie this week. I tried to watch Eternals oh. on Disney Plus. Eternals. Oh no, Ooh, that's a bad choice. <laughs> Why would you do that? Have, have either of you got like? Have either of you guys watched any of it? No, but I nope. know enough to not even think about it. <laughs> yeah, right. I never planned to in my life. Well, uh, a couple months back, Mike Ellen and I did the Eternals on Flea Market Fantasy, and I enjoyed it. Uh, so I'm like, all right, well, I'll give the movie a shot, I guess. And I like Selma Hayek, you know, and then uh, that uh, Gemma Chan. She is so good looking, <laughs> Gemma Chan. Yeah. Still watch the Lord. TV show Humans? Yes, I did. I wondered why I couldn't think of where I knew her from. That's right. Right? That, that mm-hmm. was her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was uh, the main android lady. I forgot that show existed. Now I'm like, holy fuck. All right. Um, but I loved that show when I watched it. Yeah, she is so good looking. So I'm like, all right, I'll try this. It can't be that bad. So I, I put on the Eternals. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's that bad. It is fucking awful. God dang, <laughs> the Eternals. Um, <laughs> holy hell is it bad it's so dark like there's so many scenes that take place at night it's so, someone put on a flashlight I can't see what the fuck's going on in this goddamn movie it was but, made by those guys in the cave the mutants yeah, the cannibals they don't like know, light. It, wasn't, it wasn't enjoyable at all and uh, they had, there's just way too many characters and like who are all these fucking yeah. people why do I care about these people uh, I care about Gemma Chan. Just show me Gemma Chan. That's all I care about. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I love Selma Hayek. You know, she's the bad. I love Selma Hayek. But I don't know what she was fucking doing in this movie. Because whatever it was, it wasn't acting. <laughs> I don't know what – she was experimenting with something. I don't know, but it was – she was terrible in this. And uh, I lasted about 20 minutes or so, and I was like, well, I can't do this anymore, and I just turned it off. And I just went and, you know, Even less than of Gemma fire. Chan. Yeah, pretty much. It was right, right about the same time length of uh, the two movies. It's no Phantom Empire, I can tell you that much. Good Lord, the Eternals. And I guess it ended up making money. Like, so are they going to, like, make another one? Uh, like, worldwide, it made money. Yeah, it made $400 million, Really? $200 million budget. Yeah, so, like, that's mm. a successful venture. But can you possibly make another one after that pile of shit? <laughs> I don't know. What case, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like every I've never heard anyone really say anything good about it, so I I don't know how you could possibly. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe it rallies in the last you know hour and a half. And that's the other thing: the movie's two hours and like thirty minutes long. Like, oof. what the fuck? No one two cares that hours? much about the Eternals. They just yeah. don't. Man, it it just was not good. So uh, yeah, I tapped out of that. And I guess there is a post-credit scene that's supposed to be somewhat interesting because uh, I saw articles explaining it and everything. So I'm like, oh well, maybe. I'll, but I forgot to even make it to the post-credit scene. I should have fast-forwarded or whatever. But uh, oh um, yeah, I think it sounds. Yeah, I think I did read up on what it is, and it sounds kind of disappointing because I guess it, like Blade is there, but you don't even see him or even like his shadow. No. You just hear a voice, and you're supposed to know that that's Blade. <laughs> Even though Blade um, hasn't appeared yet, so yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> How would you notice? I mean, yeah, it's not even Wesley Snipes. I think he's he's right? talking to like uh, yeah, it's like Mahershala Ali who's good, but I mean I don't know. And I guess he goes to like uh, the Black Knight guy, and he's like, oh hey, you ready for this or something like that? Like what the fuck does Blade have to do with the Black Knight? All he cares about is vampires, not not eternal yeah. bullshit. Yeah. 
Because even the Black Knight guy, he's not the Black Knight in the Eternals, right? Like, I mean, it's but he's not become the Black Knight yet, right? Like he. No, I don't know if he does throughout the movie. I don't know. I don't think. Rob's many plots. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I guess Moon Knight's starting somewhat soon, right? Because I saw another ad for it somewhere. Moon Knight. Uh, yeah, they're pumping a lot of those ads. I think yeah. it starts maybe March, March, April, yeah. something like that. I'm thinking March, but uh, you know that might be interesting. Now, Jank, do you know if they're doing like uh, what version of Moon Knight are they doing? Like the one where he's a schizophrenic fellow with all the personalities, or um... that's kind of what the trailer makes it look like. You know, you kind of see him in like the rags and stuff, and then you see him as like that Mister Knight where he's got just the skin tight mask on and like a white suit. So it kind of seems like they're doing all the different incarnations and. All right. Well, that might be good. I don't know if it's going to be like. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to go as far as the one series did where he was like had multiple personalities like that were other superheroes. Yeah. Like he thought he was yeah. Spider Man and Captain America. Yeah, because Jank on uh, Marvel Avengers <laughs> Alliance when he had Moon Knight. He, he he could like rotate. He had, had moves of Wolverine, moves of Spider Man, moves of Captain America. He could like uh, rotate oh, them yeah. in. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. And yeah, so, uh, that's pretty nice. All right, you, uh, uh, <laughs> see the trailer for that next Doctor Strange because that looks uh, beyond comprehension. Yeah, I like. really don't. I, I did see the whole trailer. It looks like. But I, I did watch a video about the trailer because they're, they're saying, like, uh, the X-Men are going to be coming in through this movie now. Like, that's how they're going to introduce the X-Men through this film. And okay. there's a theory that the, the version of the X-Men we're going to be getting is the animated version of the X-Men. Like, those characters Ooh. from the animated show. Because I Does guess... Does mean they have the yellow spandex uniforms? Uh, well, like, Rogue would be in yellow and green in the leather jacket. Yeah. Like Rogue. And uh, Cyclops yeah. would have... But because uh, I guess there's a scene where Strange is like falling and they slowed it down and they looked at the background and it looks like they're in the Savage Land, not unlike. And uh, and then like if you really slow it down in the background, there's animate there's an animated scene, like in the one and it looks like I don't know something from the X Men animated show. So they're saying that's a clue that, but who fucking huh. knows? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when does I don't when know. does that come out? <laughs> when is that coming out there, Jank? The next Doctor Strange? Uh, not too long from now. Maybe May? probably end yeah, of April. May. Yeah, beginning right. of May, somewhere around there. It is kind of weird know. that like they've set up that you know in the Spider-Man movies, like oh, there's three different actors playing Spider-Man, but in all these other realities, it's just Benedict Cumberbatch playing Doctor Strange. Like, how come sometimes <laughs> it's different and sometimes it's not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, what can you do? <laughs> uh, so what did you watch then, Jank? What movies did you see? Uh, well, I watched that stupid new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie on Netflix. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Netflix's track record is just consistently going down. Um, but yeah, it was real bad. <laughs> It was, like, embarrassingly bad for everyone involved. Um, there was, like, a whole scene where, like, like all the characters were super annoying and super, like, current day, and I just hated them all and was, you know, you were hoping for them to die. <laughs> and they kind of even made, like, Leatherface was, like, the good guy almost, <laughs> or, at least, or at least he was getting wronged. Like, these kids come to their town. It's, like, this little sleepy town, and apparently now – 
everyone in Leatherface's family is dead, I guess, except for, like, his mother, who's kind of just got him locked up in their, you know, their little house in this no- nothing town. And uh, these kids come in, and they're like, hey, yeah, we bought this house, so you got to get out. And they have the cops take her away, but it turns out they didn't actually buy the house. The guy just made it up. So he really just caused all this by kicking them out of a house that he didn't actually buy. So they they pretty much are the bad guys here. And Leatherface, you know, he's not doing anything wrong except murdering. But <laughs> uh, I've never seen any of these uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre things, but uh, isn't uh, Alexandra Daddario in one of them at some point? Yeah, I think that was uh, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Yeah. That one wasn't good, yeah. too. But <laughs> really, only the first two were any good. One and two are, are great, but ever since then, it's been downhill. Um, All right. There's, like, a whole scene where a bunch of people are on a bus, and, like, Leatherface comes on, you know, chainsaw or a, a, a blazing, and uh, they're all just, like, videotaping him with their phones, and they're like, we're going to cancel you, bro. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is terrible. And even I as they're getting murdered, they're still filming him. <laughs> Social commentary. They're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's real bad. All right. I recommend. Uh, what else? <laughs> um, what was the other movie I watched? Uh, clearly, it made a big impression on me. <laughs> yeah. Um oh the king's man. The king's uh, man. The king's man. Yeah. All right. Now the, this uh, is uh, from prequel. They've made a few of these, right? To the king's men. Yeah, yeah, there's been a, the king's men and then there was the king's men the golden circle. Um and this is a prequel to both of those kind of about how the you know the king's men got started way back in the day. I've never I've never um, seen any of them, but I, I've heard that they're pretty good. And like, it's like a British yeah. organization or something. Is that what this is? Yeah, yeah. It's like a secret. It's kind of like you know, very James Bondish, but kind of it, they operate out of this tailor shop called the you know the Kingsman Tailors, and they have like a secret room where you know you can go behind and get all these weapons and stuff like that. And there's a secret council. They kind of name themselves after like King Arthur and you know Lancelot and all that stuff. Um. So this is way before any of that stuff happens. And we're, I don't know, it's very strange. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't like it as much as I liked the other two movies. Um, because this was, it's set during World War I and kind of the events leading up to World War I. So a lot of it plays it pretty seriously, where the other two are just kind of very tongue-in-cheek and very, you know, trying to have a good time. But a lot of this one was pretty serious <laughs> and, um, I don't know, not very fun. It was kind of a story about this, you know, the guy who kind of ends up starting the Kingsman. And uh, his wife gets murdered at the beginning uh, trying to help people. And so he's he's got a son, and he doesn't want his son to, to join the war. Like, his son wants to go serve his country, but he's like, no, 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 I don't want to lose you, so I'm not going to let you do this. And it's just all, most of the movie is about, you know, this battle between the two of them of whether he can go to war or not. And it's just not a whole lot of fun. (laughs) It wasn't a terrible movie, but I don't know. It didn't have the same kind of flavor as the other ones did. Um, There was a really cool fight with Rasputin in like the middle of the movie that was, that was good and kind of felt like the other movies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That got interesting, but Overall, just I don't know. It, it felt very, very different. 
<laughs> and even like yeah. I said, the the formation of the Kingsmen like was kind of secondary to just what was going on with this guy and his son. Huh. So I don't know. Right. I'll pass on that but one. Not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, the only other movie I saw. Um, I'm probably gonna try to go see Jackass Forever this weekend. Oh, so. Jackass Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, Johnny Knoxville is going to be your next Intercontinental Champion. So, <laughs> yeah. I guess Perfect. he's going he's gonna to fight the Sami Zayn at WrestleMania, and uh, <laughs> he'll probably have him beat him. At, I don't. Know, what are they going to do then, Tuffy? Once they take the put the belt on Knoxville, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he'll uh, he'll probably just end up giving it to someone else. I would think, right? Yeah. Probably. He'll say, "Oh, I have like, to go do." <laughs> I have to go like now. I, you have this. Here, here's what happens. Uh, <laughs> Sami Zayn's beating the hell out of him in that match. Then Nakamura comes in, gives him the old Kinshasa, knocks out Sami Zayn. Yeah. Knoxville gets the pin, and then he'll give the belt back to Nakamura or something. Or maybe they'll have a tournament or something. That mm. the belt. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, Jank, did you watch Elimination Chamber last Saturday? It was on at noon. No. Yeah, you're out the baptism <laughs> in your uh, rituals that you were doing. Your esoteric <laughs> rituals with the other Illuminati members. Baptism is that esoteric? <laughs> yeah. Pretty common. Um, the Elimination Chamber. Tuffy, I, I thought that pay per view was very enjoyable. Uh, I was sports entertained. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah, like we mentioned last week on right? the show, that the winners were going to be uh, pretty, you know, predictable for the, and they were. Yeah, you so pretty much Bianca picked every match, so. Bianca won the women and uh, Brock won the men's, but uh, it, they were still fun. And uh, the women's match was great. Uh, I thought the men's match was very enjoyable because the big thing at the men's yeah. match, uh, Brock Lesnar, like they do this bit where Bobby Lashley gets knocked out and he's your reigning champion yeah. there, uh, Jank. He's the champion. So uh, he's he was already going to have trouble protocol. defending the belt in the chamber, mm. but he gets knocked out in the chamber. They, uh, Seth Rollins buckle bombs Austin Theory through the plexiglass, knocks out uh, Bobby Lashley. They take him in the back. And the real story, though, is he has a shoulder injury. And he's going to have to have surgery or something. So they got to get the belt off him anyway. So this is a way to do it. Keep him looking strong. But then no one pins him. But he has to drop the belt. So uh, then the match goes on. And then it's time for – there's only two people left in the chamber. It's either Bobby Lashley's chamber or Brock Lesnar's to open up next. And it's uh, Bobby's opens, but he's not there. So Brock has to wait another few minutes in his chamber. But Brock, he punches. Now, it looked like it was meant to happen, but apparently it wasn't meant to happen. Because if you look at it again, Brock, like he's shown that he's angry. He punches the plexiglass wall and he breaks it because he's Brock Lesnar and he's a fucking freak. So he punches the plexiglass and it breaks. And then you can see he looks at the referee outside the ring real quick. And the ref like kind of gives him the old, uh, you know. So then Brock just finishes busting up the rest of the wall, kicking it out. And then he climbs out. And uh, just enters the match and decimates everybody. Because it looked like it was a planned spot. They're just going to have Brock bust out of the pot. Yeah. But it was actually an accident. That was pretty good, though, Tuffy, right? Yeah. I thought so. And you, you know who was awesome in that match is uh, Austin Theory. Holy hell, is that kid good? He's very good. Yeah. And uh, oh, how about when Brock uh, started climbing up the uh, the chamber there? Look like, at like King Kong, like a giant monkey jumping up that cage. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> guy's like 300 yeah. pounds. He just like jumps right up, scales the cage like a little monkey. It was nuts. And uh, then he F5 Dustin Theory. 
off the chamber there. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. And then Jank in the women's match, your girl Alexa Bliss came back. Yeah. But you said they had to like wear t-shirts or something, right? Well, she had her uh Old body they wear the t-shirts. They actually wore some pretty uh They got to go wrist to ankle. But they but some of these <laughs> outfits, like uh Liv Morgan's outfit was pretty yeah. pretty sexy. Cool. <laughs> or like uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Even Charlotte Flair is wearing like a spandex suit. Yeah. Where it's like but, I guess you're covered, but not really. But like, uh, was there a Liv boob Morgan, window? No, no boob window. But Liv Morgan was uh, <laughs> skin tight red latex. Uh, like she based it on uh, Britney Spears's like video that one that she did. I can't remember what it was. Oh but, sure. Um, it looks like I did it yeah. again. Or no, 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 yeah, no, that was, was like Schoolgirl. Yeah. But this was like oh no, yeah. uh, the second song. Whatever her no, second. No, no, hit me, baby, was. one more time. Is the schoolgirl one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That was the first one. But anyway, whatever. Liv Morgan looked fucking incredible. <laughs> and then uh, Sonya Deville was in like black latex looking good, and uh, Ripley. Uh, yeah, everyone looked good. It wasn't like they didn't have the big bulky t-shirts on or anything. So Alexa Bliss, she had her little uh, demonic schoolgirl bit, but she had like long black pants and a black shirt underneath. But um. <laughs> but still, everyone looked good, and. uh uh, Bliss performed well. It was, it was down between her and Bianca, the final two, and then uh, Bianca beat her. But uh, you know, Dang. pretty good. Tuffy, anything else? So you think she's going to be in WrestleMania? Uh that's a good call because uh, they got the the title match is already set. Tuffy, who could have Bliss? Yeah, probably not. She has to be there doing something, though, right? Uh yeah. They'll probably have she's something buried. with her. I think. She's very popular, you know, so she has – she but didn't quite the pop when she – She could probably get Johnny Knoxville's belt off him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, we had uh, Becky – Lily, maybe something will uh... – Yeah, the tag team titles. I don't know who she would wrestle with. Yeah. They could do something with the tag titles or – I don't know. Um, but uh, I was going to say uh, Becky and Lita wrestled. That was good. Lita actually looked good. I thought Lita did a good job, you know? Yeah. We were a little worried about her because she wasn't looking that great in terms of wrestling uh, ability, but I thought she did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, good match. And the fans loved Alita. They were going nuts for Alita. Uh, any any other memorable moments out of that pay-per-view? Uh, no. Can we be done with Goldberg now? See? Yeah, I think <laughs> we are done. That was the last match on his contract, so uh, I don't know if they're going to resign him or not, but uh, he's officially okay. done. Yeah, our buddy Cesaro left WWE, apparently. We love Cesaro here on the show. We're a big Cesaro section yeah. group here on the show. Uh, but he just let his – he didn't get fired or anything. He just let his contract – they wanted to re-sign him. He said, no thanks. I'm just going to let my contract run out. Now, they're stuck that they still might re-sign him, but uh, if they can convince him to come back. But it might just be that he just uh, wants to go somewhere else. So, I don't know. Yep. Hmm. We'll see. But he's pretty fucking awesome. I love Cesaro. Uh, what else? Any other big wrestling news, Tuffy? I think that's everything. Uh, well, premiering Monday on the WWE YouTube channel is Corey and Carmella. <laughs> oh, that's right. Jake, <laughs> yeah, they're doing uh, Tuffy's beloved uh, Carmella. She's yeah. Uh, are they engaged? Uh, they're not married, right? Her and uh, Corey. Yeah, married. they're engaged. They'll be married uh, right around WrestleMania time, I think. Oh, okay. Because uh, Corey Graves is now cleared for in-ring action. Like, he could come back and wrestle if he wants. Because he had to retire because yeah. of concussions and stuff. 
but he got medically that seems cleared. Unlikely. So I don't know. He might. They could do an angle with him or something. You know, maybe him versus Pat McAfee. Yeah. That'd be a good angle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. So they're doing a YouTube show, following around Carmella and uh, Corey Graves and their relationship. But Jank, it looks very sexual. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it would be that sexual. <laughs> Tuffy, did you see the trailer? Uh, though? Like every reference is to sex. Yeah. Like, in the whole <laughs> but see, I I listen to their podcast because I'll. I'll consume anything Carmelo wants to put out there. <laughs> uh, and they talked about in their podcast how, like, yeah, the trailer's all sex stuff, but, like, they took every time we mentioned sex in what was filmed and basically made the trailer out of that. So it's not all that. Like, like just to give you some context here, Jank, like, at one point, she's like, they're showing Corey working out, you know, in the gym, and she's like, I've never worked out, I've never done a workout with Corey. And then Carmelo says, at least not in outside of the bedroom wink wink you know one of them deals and then uh they're, uh they're looking for like a new apartment or a house or something and uh they're looking at the shower and Corey's like hey is there enough room for two in there you know stuff like that one of them deals <laughs> so yeah it's like a lot of that throughout the whole trailer oh <laughs> man so, yeah. who knows <laughs> they should call it bikini cage match <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Carmella's been looking pretty good, though. Whenever she, They don't do much with them, uh, the tag titles, but uh, whenever you see her, she looks good. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, yeah. They're probably just waiting until, yeah, like, like uh, Carmella. I'm guessing Oscar won't be back till after WrestleMania. They'll probably just wait at this point to bring her back after WrestleMania. Because um, maybe yeah. that's what they're waiting for, like, Oscar and Bailey to come back, and then they'll do stuff with the tag titles. But I, eh, I don't know. Still looks bleak. They're not really doing anything with the tags. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. Well, what else do we need to cover here? Jank, uh, anything else we'd like to – I know you had a game, but uh, we are, we ran along there, so I don't think we have time for the game. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have time to get that in there. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, say, because we never have content, so keep it in the holster. Uh, would you like to tease the <laughs> yeah, game? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to hold on to it until right. uh, it's, it's ready to spring it. <laughs> you don't want don't want us studying ahead of time. All right, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Not that I think you really could on this one, but still. <laughs> I, I, I hope, I hope, it's, an, I hope it's another game we'll that shows how much of a lady I am. Because that was good when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, it's really paid dividends so far. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. What else is there? All the discuss? women were like, well, that's sensitive Mike Dell. I've got to give yeah. get with him. Yeah, gonna make that happen. Uh, Tuffy, anything else yep. to discuss? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, got nothing. Um, I need to find like a new show to watch. I need like a new show. I haven't watched the show. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess Hawkeye. Uh, what about Game of Thrones? <laughs> I'll pass. Cool. <laughs> I think I've seen. I know you're talking about watching V at one point. Yes, V. Yeah, we should watch V. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, I'd be down for that. Downton Abbey. Nah. Are there any like new hot shows that everybody's into that I could uh, jump in? Um, The Gilded Age, the American Downton Eh. Abbey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't there someone? 
isn't there like a someone I like in there though? Some actress? Uh, um, I saw commercial, and I think I remember saying, "Oh yeah, I like her," but I don't remember who. Uh, oh well. Well, this could be the part of the show where we Google things. Or we could do it twice in one week. Um, Gilded Age. Whoa, a TV show. Gilded, here I'm typing it, Gilded Age. Oh, it's on the HBOs. I don't have the HBOs. Yeah. So, it's uh, now. I'm trying to think. Better call Falcons back soon. You can watch, catch up on that. I still haven't finished oh, Letterkenny. Yeah. I guess I could watch Letterkenny. Yeah, probably should. Yeah. You only have like three left. <laughs> Not that big of a hurdle. You do it in an afternoon. Uh, all right, I found the Gilded Age top. Oh, Carrie Coon is in it. That's right. I like Carrie yeah. Coon. Yeah. Oh. The Leftovers. Oh, I love We could rewatch more. The Leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> Cenk, do you ever watch that? Uh, like two-thirds of it. <laughs> you know, watch the first two seasons. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Um, yeah, the third season <laughs> definitely goes differently, I think, if yeah, I remember right. Yeah, yeah, seems to recall that as well. Um, yeah, once it became clear that they weren't going to ever answer where the people went, I was just like, ah, yeah. I don't think I need to watch well, this. But that's like, the, <laughs> but it's symbolic of death. It's just a you know, metaphor for death. People vanish every day, and you don't think about where do they go. I don't know. It's just death. You know, you got to move on with your life. <laughs> They're dead. Well, Zenk does. That's why he was at a baptism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go to heavens. They go to the heavens. <laughs> But um, all <laughs> the right. fucking church uh, that they had the baptism at. Like they, uh, not only did they have the, like the whole sermon, then they had like a kids' sermon where they basically sat had like four kids in the church, sat them down. Hey, we're gonna have a special conversation about this. It was basically yeah. wait, 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 wait. Fucking thing you just said. Wait a minute, you had to sit through the kids' sermon too. <laughs> yeah. What uh, so it wasn't what like denomination the... church were you at here, Jenk? Uh, you know what? It was uh, my cousin's like wife's church, so I'm not totally sure. <laughs> okay. What religion oh, she is? Some kind of, of Christian, but okay. uh, it was in New Lenox. It's like uh, no, I can't think of the name right offhand. Wow. But, but he, here's it's what I like: Christian, but not Catholic. I don't think. But whenever, whenever you hear someone tell a story, and it starts off this fucking church. You know, it's going to be a good. <laughs> <story>. <laughs> But, uh, but I thought they had a kid's sermon, like, after the Mass or something. Hey, kids, we'll talk to you. But they actually made you sit through the kid's sermon as well? Yeah. I mean, literally the whole thing was wasn't probably – Catholic church. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was probably 35 minutes all total. So it wasn't too bad, but yeah, still, see, every second you spend in church is an eternity. <laughs> I, I grew up Catholic. So, Jake, uh, I went to Catholic school all through, uh, you know, school there. And we have to go to church once a week at school. We go over to the Oof. church once a week. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's a lot of kneeling and uh, singing <laughs> and then kneeling. Yeah, this place did not have kneeling. They got rid of the, uh, the all the kneelers. So I always <laughs> liked the kneelers. When I was a kid, it was always <laughs> a fun time because they were, like, padded, you know. And they're like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. They want some padding. That really breaks up the uh, church experience for me. And kneel down. Yeah, playing with that with your foot was always, you know, most of the church. <laughs> putting it down, putting it back up, yeah. putting it down, putting it back up. Yeah. So, Jen, do you also went to Catholic <laughs> churches, I'm assuming, then? Uh, yeah, 
my parents would make us go every once in a great while when I was a kid, and God, I hated it. Like, it was just like, they would usually go to like 5 o'clock mass, like mass on Saturday. So, like, if we made it past that point of the weekend, I was like, fuck, thank God, I'm free. <laughs> but, but making it past there was always the tricky part. So I was like, it was pretty much my stomach was in a knot the whole time. I don't know. Like, oh, no, yeah. Is this going to be the day they try to make us go? <laughs> yeah. That's like, I still have to go to church when I'm around. <laughs> wow. You can't Come just say now. no, Toppy. Come on, Toppy. Take a stand. Say I'm a grown ass man. But it's like, that's church. not worth the hassle. I got nothing else to do anyway, so whatever. I'll go take a nap. I, yeah, I think my eighth grade graduation was the last time I was in church. Um, besides a wedding or something like that. Lucky. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so that's something. Good times. Good times. I'll prepare a religion quiz for next week then. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm guessing I'd be pretty (laughs) good. I will do terribly. (laughs) I had to go to CCD when I was a kid, and all I remember is just every, like, uh, every bit of homework or whatever they gave you, I just pretty much answered the same, just, like, pray. Pray. <laughs> Pray. Be nice to people. That's Love awesome. one another. Oh, Pray. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting as little effort as I can into this. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Well, I guess we're done here. Um, we got to thank uh, the Ed for uh, being friends with Warren Sapp and blowing us off. Thanks, the Ed. <laughs> Appreciate that. That was good. Yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, Spectre, he called. That was pretty good too. That random guy. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. his deal was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we learned a lot. Uh, flea market fantasy up there right now. It's uh, Tuffy and uh, Mike Ellen and I talking about Kickers Inc. Yeah. Comic book about football. Yeah. No kickers on the team apparently. <laughs> Not a single goddamn yeah. kicker. Oh, <laughs> Kickers Inc. <laughs> No and I just they just told to play football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck superheroing. <laughs> so then uh that what Jank though issue two, like we said on the show, it featured them uh tracking down a robot who is destroying an old lady's garden. So uh football is probably more <laughs> exciting than a robot. <laughs> destroying a I bet garden. one of them had a compact and he used it to like shine the lasers back at the robot. We can only hope. <laughs> and then uh, the, the week after, uh, next week, it'll be Tuffy, Mike, Ellen, and I talking about Peacemaker. So you can tune in to hear the horrific yeah. backstory of Peacemaker. <laughs> I'm very curious about this now. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> like, it starts off bad. Like, oh, yeah, that's a horrible, that's horrible, oh, terrible. And then it gets worse. And then it gets even worse. It's like three stages of hell, <laughs> this backstory of uh, Peacemaker. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck. That's not that bad. I don't know, Tuffy. It's pretty bad. (laughs) I think you're forgetting about one one portion of the middle portion. It seems like everyone's overlooking. I remember the middle portion. portion. Yeah. All right, because that middle portion (laughs) is horrific. (laughs) It's like uh, yeah. It's it's very reminiscent of Uncle Terry. I guess I forget that the target audience for this is children. (laughs) But I think it was uh, Uncle Terry. You know, remember that uh, Norm Macdonald joke? No, don't don't get yeah, yeah. uh what's what's the moral of that story? Well, when Uncle Terry's been <laughs> drinking, you don't fuck with him. 
that's the peacemaker's <laughs> background. He's Uncle Terry for some of it. Oh, all right. Oh boy. <laughs> now, well, speaking of Norman, I'm not surprised they changed it for the uh, the HBO yeah. show. One other thing I've been doing uh, the other day, because uh, I'm usually at night when, uh, before I go out, to, uh, I work. I watch uh, some YouTube stuff. Usually I watch like the MMA hour on the YouTubes, and then I watch. Uh, I don't know, maybe uh, some other bullshit stuff for a couple minutes. Um, but then uh, I stumbled across some uh, recommendation for uh, a Saturday Night Live sketch. Because they just they have clips of just these random sketches, you know. And I'm like, all right, I'll give one of these a try. So I, I tried one of them because I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in like, you know, it's 20 years. So there's a lot of content there I could catch up on, you know. <laughs> and I saw one that, that was kind of funny. Um I think it was called, a, it was a game show parody they were doing, uh, What's That Name? And uh, uh, who's that Who's that guy? Uh, I don't know his fucking name. Uh, John Mulaney? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah, he was, I think he might have been in the sketch. <laughs> but but the the guy, I'm trying to think of who hosted the game show, it's... Uh, um, uh, Keenan... Nope, nope, nope. But he, he did host another one uh, called What's Wrong With This Picture, another game show I wish. But... Uh, He's a white fella, and he was in, he always does the impressions, and uh, his face is like rubber. Mm. And he was in that TV show with uh, I'm so old I can't. It's like we're playing Password. <laughs> <laughs> you would not do well. What's that name? It's like yeah. texture painters with the Ed. He did that show that a couple <laughs> years ago that was on uh, with Henry Winkler, like he was a killer or something. Or, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh. What, what's his um, name? Can't think of his name now. Um, yeah, see, you guys are old too. Shoot, like, that guy. <laughs> but, but that guy's funny. Yeah, he's, he's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Like and uh, and uh, so the the bit was they would have these uh, like successful people. Uh, they were the contestants, and then they'd bring out uh, people like uh, from their everyday life, and they'd have to like say what their name is because they don't know their name. Like the John Mulaney was the one one contestant, and they bring out, hey, this lady here, here's your best friend for over twenty years. And then that's his girlfriend. What's her name? And, like, he can't remember her name. It's, it's pretty funny. I don't know. I liked it. So I'm like, all right. That was funny. I'll give it another shot. So I tried another little uh, bit. And I found one with Bill uh, Tina. F- yeah, Bill Hader. There it is. Uh, I found one with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And they were doing a game show. And, uh, you know, I love the Tina Fey. And uh, this is called uh, – uh, what was it called? Uh, something about your second wife. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Your second wife. Yeah. So uh, they bring out this lady, and uh, they say, uh, Tuffy, how did it work exactly? It was just like, uh, did they say guess your set, or how did it work? Um, Meet Your Second Wife, I think, is the name of the show. And they, they try to introduce, but basically, all these girls get progressively younger because, like, yeah. all these guys, their second wife <laughs> is going to be, like, the oldest one's, like, 20. And then they have girls, he's like, <laughs> Here's your second wife. We can look into the future. Yeah, and, and their uh, current wives are are in the, in audience, the audience, so they're all going like, <laughs> oh, no, I would never leave her. It's, you know, whatever. And then one of them's like, this is your babysitter. And it's like this 20-year-old girl or whatever. <laughs> and there's one. She's like a, like a, she's like five years. Because Tina Fey's like, how old are you, honey? She holds up five fingers. She held up five fingers. <laughs> that means she's five. That's your second wife. She's going to grow up to be your second wife. And uh, they're all... And then the finally, uh, it's that, uh, that uh, Keenan fella, the Keenan fella. He, yeah. He's yeah. the final contestant. He's great. And uh, they they bring out his lady, 
And it's that uh, I like that uh, Cicely Strong. Is it a pregnant lady? Yeah, but it's that Ces- Cecily Strong. Is that her name? I'm a big fan yeah. of her though. I like her a lot. Yep. And she comes out and he's like, oh, well, that's not bad. She's at least older than the other ones. You know, she's like, you know, 25 or something. That's not bad. She's older than the other two. And then Tina Fey's like, eh, not so fast. She's actually pregnant with your second wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. So I'm like, all right, well, I've had a couple yeah. good experiences here at these Saturday Night Live clips. I'll keep them rolling. And then I, it's a lot like the slot machines. Yeah, you hit two, and then you have just the dry yeah. spell of like 50 of these clips that are so fucking dumb. Now, how, yeah. how, is it, how is it that Saturday Night Live, it's been on the air for, what, 50 years now? They still can't know, figure out how to like, close a sketch. They've never figured yeah. out how to end a sketch. In 50 fucking years, you can't get out on a high note and like end with a joke. It's just like, what is going on? They, all these sketches just taper. They always start with good idea. I'm like, oh, that's a one pretty good joke. Oh, I can see what this is. And then it just ends abruptly with no conclusion at all, nothing. <laughs> I mean, the like, answer the used fuck? to be cocaine, yeah. but I don't think that's uh, necessarily the same problem now. Yeah, because it's like, wow, there could be a lot of entertainment here. I haven't watched the show in so long, all these clips. I could uh, really be enjoying myself, but no, nope. Not so much. Yeah, I wouldn't you say could probably summarize an entire decade of the show and do the highlight reel, and it would probably take ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that little good stuff. It's been bad for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't even remember the last time I watched it regularly. Probably, dude, that before I was About married. 1999 <laughs> or so for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was still doing it up till probably about when Trump won the election. <laughs> And then they just Ooh. became unbearable, and Ooh. I was like, I can't do 20 Trump sketches every week. Uh, they were unbearable know, when I was long, watching... long before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But I think I did watch a bit when uh, Tina Fey was doing uh, – uh, who's that politician lady who uh, looked like Tina Fey? Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably the last time I was watching Sarah Live when she was doing Sarah yeah. Palin. Yeah, so that would be like 2008, <laughs> seven. I don't know, somewhere around there. Yeah. But – uh. Yeah, so it's terrible. I don't know. Maybe I'll try again, but again, it's like the slots. It's uh, it's tough. If you hit one, <laughs> yeah. quit. Stick with it. Just beat out while they go and get. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, all right. This was good sketches where uh, I think Cecily Strong and um, what's the other girl? Uh, the girl with the big teeth. Like they were like former porn stars who were trying to sell things. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> those yeah. are always good. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Is that like Amy Bear or something like that? Is that right, Amy Bear? Uh, like that. Yeah, I like her. Briar, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Um, <laughs> but it, it seems like all the dudes on the cast now, like none of them are fucking funny, and uh, they all kind of look alike. They're all just like bland, generic-looking <laughs> fellas, and uh, yeah, Keenan yeah. was pretty much the only good one by the time I got out. He's the only one who yeah. can do anything good. Yeah. That what's wrong with this picture thing he was doing. He's a game show host for that. That's pretty. They show three contestants a picture. And the one I saw, Paul Rudd was a contestant. And they say, what's wrong with this picture? Like a uh, little kid's on a swing set and his, her brother's like pushing her. And, but there's only one rope holding up the swing, you know, so you go, oh, there's only one rope. But every contestant picks, says something very disturbing about the picture. Like, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's, well, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, so, all right. That's Saturday Night Live update. No, 
Probably never talking about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're done. So uh, thanks to Tuffy. Thanks to Jack. Next week, are we going to go back to Sedaris next week? Sure. Sure. All right. I'll, I'll figure out what movie's up next, and I'll let you guys know. I, I, I don't know where we are in the sequence. Um, uh, I, what, was lo- what was the last one we even watched? Was it did Savage we do Guns? I think Guns yes. was the last one. Yeah, yeah we did Guns, because that was when the Patty came. The next do or die. Do <laughs> or die. All right. All right, we'll try do or die. Donna's back. Cool. Do or die. Yeah, Donna. And Pat Morita <laughs> is the top of the list. Oh, hey, Pat Morita. Yeah. All right. Hey, now you're talking. I think I'd rather see Eric Estrada Pat back. Top list than Donna. Eric Estrada <laughs> and Pat Morita? <laughs> yeah. I don't think Patty Cakes is in it there, right? Doesn't she leave? I don't think she's in there anymore. Uh, I don't oh. see her. Cynthia Brimhall's back, Ooh. I think, right? Uh, yeah, yeah she, was good. she was a superstar in Guns. She's going to be winning a Golden Quesadilla for her performance in Guns. I can tell you that. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> she wow. was fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, there's someone called Atlanta Lee or Stephanie Schick, maybe. What All right, we got plenty of character Amy. called Pandora Peaks. <laughs> oh, you asked I that like, like that that's a question. Already. <laughs> or no, Pandora Peaks looks like that's her real. That's her name. That's the actress. Yeah, that I got like... confused. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm guessing that's not her birth name. I'm guessing that was a fake name. <laughs> but, but sign me up for Pandora Peaks. I'll have to look into her. Yeah. All right, so that's next week at Do or Die, Andy Sedaris. Uh, looking forward to that. And uh, maybe the Ed will uh, tell us what he did with Warren Sapp, how many hookers they beat up. <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> look out, Chardonnay. <laughs> it's going to be a tough night for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all right. Well, until next time, I guess. Uh, thanks, fellas. And uh, pass the gin, Governor Gabby. Thank you very much.